0: Hello all guys gals and non-binary pals welcome to the newest episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast brought to you on youtube on spotify on google and apple podcasts i'm austin i'm a knockout watched a lot of wrestling
1: i'm david i'm a noob haven't watched nearly as much wrestling and all hail the forever arc the forever arc wherein during our fucking randomizer episode we managed to fucking boo back to this goddamn era like a few months a few months earlier and now we are here strapped in for what is going to be fans I shit you not the single longest episode of this podcast by far longest for watching with Austin and me and I guarantee by virtue of that longest for us talking about it
0: because- yeah, I don't want to make any I don't want to make any guarantees about longest talking yet because we've had this we just released an episode that's like 3 hours yeah, like, 11 minutes. Yes, I mean And aware. the front half is not going to be nearly this that long, long enough to make that I think make it a real contender.
1: Uh we'll find out. I feel like the fact that we are we are watching a whole lot of raw for this means we're going to have a whole lot to talk about and I... Uh, I I believe in our abilities, Austin, to be, like, long-winded and rabbit-holy, all right? Those are, like, our two fucking specialties on this show, is not shutting the fuck up and very much not shutting the fuck up.
0: All right, if you're so sure. But, yes, just like the Doctor's TARDIS keeps bringing him back to London, (laughs) our TARDIS keeps bringing us back to 2012.
1: The the TARDIS of noobs and knockouts. (laughs) Fucking... i i i I promise you both of our tiny little screens are bigger on the inside
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) i'm glad that we were able to get the second randomizer to work on the video version this time because if we didn't i'm not sure if anyone would believe us when i say it wasn't
1: worked (laughs) austin's just trying to fucking trap me in 2012. motherfucker will not let me leave 2012.
0: Yeah, so to, so tonight we are going to finish our, our little foray into 2012, the Love Square arc between Kane, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Lee.
1: Dude, this shit has been so fucking weird. It's been really weird. I say that a lot about a lot of shit on this show, but like... Look, I know I'm beating the dead horse constantly of, like, them doing the whole bitches be crazy thing with AJ, but, like, goddamn, this isn't quite, like, self-parody levels of WWE like we covered last week with the fucking Vince buying out WCW episode where there were, like, six matches, each of which clocked in no longer than, like, two minutes, and all the rest was really just silly soap opera-y bullshit. Like, there is work on this show. We're about to go to three fucking hour Raws, and I know there are some matches on three hour Raws. However, like, we're just... We're, we're doing this weird fucking angle where the affections of crazy bitch AJ Lee are, are far greater value to two of two of the three other participants in this story than the actual title they're supposed to be chasing and it, this this feels very much like what south park is trying to parody about wwe in this episode about wrestling because mm-hmm. it's literally just like the, three dudes with boners who also just happen to like fighting each other
0: I am pretty sure that in the South Park episode where they do rest, they they go to WWE Raw, the mm-hmm. underlying drama that they are there to see from a WWE show was Cena and Edge fighting over Edge's girlfriend, Lita, actually.
1: Lita, yep, yeah, yeah, it's Cena and Lita. That's exactly it, Yup.
0: So... Basically AJ Lee has not been taking her breakup with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania well. Mm-hmm. And instead of showing a single shred of empathy for her situation, uh, most
1: characters, most of the people on this show are like LOL she's acting crazy. And and the writers room as a whole is like LOL she's acting crazy because right. who needs who needs to like understand the plight of women, am I right? Yeah, fuck that. Am, am I right, fellas? <laughs> yeah. fellas, fellas so don't, don't you hate it? Don't you hate it, fellas, when a chick is like in an abusive relationship and then gets messily broken up with and like has emotional baggage about it? Don't you fucking hate that shit?
0: Yeah. Why? Why didn't she just move on? And
1: yeah. Why doesn't? Why? Why does she need to keep? inconvenience you with her womanly feelings of course
0: Mm -hmm. and so she is catching feel has caught some feels for uh mr uh c and m and also punk um while also still being hung up on her on daniel and mm-hmm. in and in the middle over and all over here also is she's kind of like, damn, that Kane guy is kind of hot.
1: Wait, wait. I just realized something. This is this is like an IRL fuck, Mary kill for AJ because she is a little bit so clearly here to fuck Kane, Mary punk legitimately and kill Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, that's clearly how this how this would go here they tried to play FMK.
1: Wait, hold up. Why do I all of a sudden get the terrible feeling that like the writers were inspired to do this after hearing like some of the women's locker room play FMK and like someone directed that question at AJ Lee with these three dudes. One of the writers overheard and they just ran to the writers room like, guys, 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 I have the wildest <laughs> fucking idea for you. Well, I don't know if that's how it happened, but I want to believe that's how it happened I want to be- believe that's how it happened. And then uh, I, <laughs> I, I want to believe some of the writers from top going, uh, even wilder than the goose stepping on Frozen Nazi? Yes!
0: <laughs> even wilder than that!
1: Even fucking... You, you ain't nothing ever seen nothing like this. Gentlemen, who here has heard of a game called Fuck, Mary Kill? Grr, fuck Mary Kill, what's that? Like my, right of game. I, like game. <laughs> I like fucking, I like marrying, and you would not believe the hits I've had put out on some people. Yeah. Let's see here.
0: Uh, I, I don't fuck my secretary, Mary Linda, kill Nancy Argentino. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh no no! ha! <laughs>
0: oh, ah, you're all too young to remember that one. Superfly. All right. <laughs> anyway, so back. So AJ is emotionally conflicted right now, and of co- and again, this as much as I find this fun in a shippy kind of a way, I oh, do yeah. have to admit though that it is sad and unfortunate that her having multiple feel, having the feels for multiple men at once is being portrayed as cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Problematic. Not great. Uh-huh. Anyway. On the other side of the coin. Uh-huh theoretically this is a these three men are fighting over the wwe championship and i guess that's a folk i think punk cares the most about that punk definitely cares
1: again we got that fucking shot last time where they had the three-way for the title and punk ends up winning it but like aj lee got caught in the crossfire because she had to interfere interfere because of course she did and like kane like bridal carries her off into the sunset after the match because she got wounded but she kind of like looks back at pug and is all oh, 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 oh. just get just kind of giving <laughs> him like I, I i i done fucked with you eyes yeah and pug is literally just in the center of the mm-hmm. ring looking at his belt crying a little and it's just like and it's just like yeah i think he really he really only gives a shit about the belt here like pug is the most emotionally detached from the love square he's mostly he's mostly just here for the belt uh and wouldn't mind if he got to smash the crazy chick that supposedly turns him on yuck.
0: Yeah, Kane is like I'm a monster, rah-rah. But then he yeah. is feeling things that cause something's there that
1: wasn't there before. Yeah, <laughs> and he it's doesn't funny. know how to handle it. It's funny. Cause like clearly it's like uh 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 for AJ it's like you know, Mary Punk fuck Kane, but it's kind of the opposite for the for those two, We're like kane has kind of gone into like emotional king kong mode where he's like i feel tenderness for this creature and punk's just like yeah i'd hit that and, and then just goes back to being yeah. like oh but my belt though have you seen have you seen guys 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 have you seen my belt though i'm the
0: wwe champion Uh, I'd like to
1: remind you. I'd like to remind everybody. I am, in fact, uh, the WWE Champion.
0: Yeah. And, of course, Brian is trying to is playing the world's greatest game of projection I think where he where he is like I am disaffected by AJ's wants and desires these unlike these fools who are distracted by her and when of course he is probably the most he cares the most that AJ it feels like feel is jumping around her affections
1: Literally every time AJ shows up in his vicinity, he just kind of like stops, turns, and will not stop looking at her until she leaves again. Like this, this man is obsessed. He, it, is, it is so mm-hmm. funny how he has just slid down. That that I think is unironically my favorite part of this, and the part the part of this that we meme on that feels the most intentional from the writers of like Daniel Bryan just projecting his own insecurities about losing AJ, like directly the fuck onto her he's mm-hmm. he's just trying to be like yeah it's fine guys it's fine it's fine, I, I'm I'm moved fine. On. i've moved on. I've moved, fine. on I've moved on i've moved on i've moved on i swear hey 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 daniel bryan what do you think of the what do you think of the fucking i don't know where's he from in pennsylvania he's from washington oh fucking what's the washington team i don't know The The Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Danielson. What do you think of that Seahawks game last night? I moved on. I moved on. I moved on. (laughs) But, but, but they won. But I moved on. (laughs) I'm just. I'm just. I just want to let you know that I've moved on. (laughs) No. 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 I get what you're saying, but like, guys, I've moved on. Yeah. That's literally his whole character at this point, and it's great. Like, I love. He's, I, I love Daniel Bryan at his most, like, purposefully obnoxious as a character performer. Like, I love it when he's a little more virtuous and a little more badass and a little more, like, the haggard, you know, war-torn veteran of the industry. But goddamn, petty asshole Daniel Bryan is such an obnoxious piece of shit that you just love to hate like he's so good at just being despicable and unlikable deeply viscerally unlikable on the fucking spot and this has one of the this has not only one of the, the best showcases of that from him but it's also like one of the funniest like see how his karma just gets enacted on him constantly for his own bullshit like just great cathartic reprieve moments for the audience of just watching him constantly be like i'm fucked. I'm fine, guys. I'm totally fucking fine. This doesn't hurt me at all. And then how he's totally going back in his locker room, like sobbing, like AJ, yeah, AJ, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like <clears throat> I'm
0: I'm getting a lot of feelings of like looking back on stuff I haven't watched in a decade now, and I'm I'm ha- I'll be happy to go deeper into that as we close out the arc in the back half. But I do I want to say that I think the most thing that sticks out the most to me is um, being reminded why Daniel Bryan was the first heel to really work me <laughs> when I first got into wrestling. Like, yeah, I'll I'm, be I'm open and honest country. that I, like, shoot-hated Daniel Bryan uh, for his heel character until yeah. he, he tag-teamed with Kane and did anger management and all that crap. Yes. Uh, so, but th- at this oh, point in time... enough.
1: The thing that made me fall in love with Daniel Bryan.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, this this my this was my introduction to Daniel Bryan as a character, and I
1: was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> and like and Daniel Bryan comes on screen and Austin's like, tell me I did not just see. Like, that. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> not this motherfucker again. Oh god. Yeah. No, so I
0: can. I'm getting to relive what I hated about him so much as a character back when I was even, even at 16, when I was but a noob to all, to wrestling and less jaded to it all.
2: Uh,
0: so, but yeah, it's it's he. Daniel Bryan is amazing and a highlight of this entire period of time in oh, WWE. Absolutely.
1: absolutely, he's a piece of shit, but you gotta love what a piece of shit he is. Absolutely.
0: So tonight we are kind of wrapping up the story arc here. Uh basically I'll go and go ahead and give you the dates of where we're going. Uh, the June 18th, 2012 episode of Raw. Though we are not watching anything from that episode again, I mentioned this last time. But we, we, I have in, in my planning of these arcs to kind of like get get uh, the get these weeks and weeks of content cut down to a couple of hours uh, for us to watch. I've taken advantage of the fact that most episodes of SmackDown have big, lengthy Raw recaps. We can yes. attest to this when we watched in two random two eyeser. Yeah, uh, and,
1: and fucking for that for that matter, like fuck when we watched when we, when we were here like last time when we were here fucking uh for the for the I mean I guess they're SmackDown recaps. Well, no wait, they're running Raw recaps on SmackDown in two thousand five. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. They yeah. have been. They've i have been getting all I'm getting all the
0: deets on the John Cena storyline of two thousand five.
1: Even if you watch SmackDown, you can't escape the fucking raw recaps.
0: No, but they've been very helpful as then I can skip weeks that I think are like tier two in terms of importance to the story. Good beats to hit, but like, do I need to, do we need to, do we need to vote 15 Absolutely. minutes of time to get the full thing? No, we'll just watch the recap video from SmackDown. Absolutely. So, with that, so the June 18th, 2012 episode of Raw, the June 22nd, 2012 episode of Raw, the June 25th, 2012 episode of Raw, the June 29th, 2012 episode of SmackDown, the uh, July 2nd, 2012 episode of Raw, uh, the July 3rd, 2012 episode of SmackDown. This was a special live edition of SmackDown to tie into uh, the 4th of July. And it was a special Great American Bash themed SmackDown. I honestly completely forgot that they brought back the Great American Bash uh, theming oh, for, for an episode J. of
1: SmackDown. That's so dumb. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. So that was a special uh, a special episode of SmackDown that aired live on Tuesdays. Uh, the July 9th, 2012 episode of Raw. The July 13th episode of SmackDown. And then the July Money in the Bank 2012, which is July 15th. And uh, other the first two episodes in this arc, we've stopped at the pay-per-view. But the story extends a couple weeks past that. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap up past post Money in the Bank a little bit. The July 16th. 2012 episode of raw the july 20th 2012 episode of smackdown and finally the july 23rd 2012 episode of raw which is well known for being not only the 1000th episode of monday night raw but also the episode where raw officially transitioned into a three, three hours, hour program three hour Raw. A decision um, that was obviously well liked by all of the fans.
1: Hey, it's fucking apparently well liked enough that goddamn ten years later that concept's still going strong.
0: Well, it's more like it's well liked by advertisers and NBC <laughs> Universal. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> USA Network loves
0: getting all three hours of prime time on Monday nights already covered.
1: God damn, sons of bitches! It's always the fucking advertisers, man. God yeah, damn.
0: if it was true, it, it, Triple H has openly said, like, if I could, I'd make it two hours again,
1: but he doesn't God have damn. that power. Our, our, even, even our great, uh, restoring the Renaissance King cannot save us from the demonic power of three hour raws. Truly, they're of the devil. There,
0: there is unfortunately too much money to be lost to cut an hour of raw. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell. God damn. It's, yeah, I is it like, Vince, like, again, of the devil, like, engineered this dark magic in such a way that it simply could not be undone without kind of being the company's undoing a little bit. Like, he's like, even when I'm gone, if I die or if I any of my many scandals get unveiled for some reason, my mark will be indelible.
0: Mm-hmm
1: fucking anyway
0: yeah so that is where we're all that's where we're all headed tonight uh if you would like to watch the the uh i will say i will say the aj lee specific not to spoil too much about what actually happens but not necessarily but we've been talking about it as the love square but not necessarily all four people are involved in every single bit of this storyline going for, for the rest of the way. So the age, but AJ Lee is the central, like center, the focus point of we, uh, the segments AJ, that we're talking about.
1: It's AJ's planet and we're all just stuck in orbit. Mm-hmm. This is ultimately AJ Lee's story. I think. Absolutely. Oh, without a doubt.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is why it is of course great that the WWE championship was wrapped up in this for, for two months.
1: Yeah, a championship in which she could not compete, just as a reminder.
0: Of course, that's... I'm sure. Uh, Meanwhile, John Cena was main eventing pay-per-views fighting John fucking Laurinaitis or something. Twice. (laughs) Motherfucking twice. Wasn't it two headliners against Laurinaitis? It was, and if you would like to keep score as well, Money in the Bank in 2012 was main evented by the Raw Money in the Bank ladder match, which was won by, you guessed it... John
1: Cena. We can. Another thing we can never escape. John motherfucking Cena showing up on Raw and taking over the whole goddamn program.
0: Yeah. Uh, CM Punk had a point when he turned heel and he ironically then started getting main events as yeah. the hmm. WWE champion when he turned heel.
1: Me holding up signs in the freeway. Cm Punk was right.
0: Yeah, pretty much. He may not be
1: below below that is like an asterisk. He may not be so right anymore these days, but there was a point where he was right. I swear to god. He was right in small print in 2012. (laughs) True. Anyway.
0: As I was saying, if you'd like to follow along with us here, these with the AJ centric segments, uh, on all those episodes of Raw and SmackDown, you can do so from Peacock uh wwe uh nbc universal streaming service and that's where wwe puts all their streaming content these days mm-hmm. uh so you can go check that out if you would like uh in the meantime we will be back uh to talk about a whole the final stretch of the love square for aj's heart
1: Goddamn! all right baby let's do it
0: and we are back we have just finished a smackdown from june 22nd 2012 all the way to raw on july 23rd 2012 as we wrap it up here on this love square arc
1: man that was that was a lot that that was like a I, I say that a, i say that a lot on this show This was a lot in a different way than normal. It was flatly just a lot of different shit all vaguely connected to this plot. It all, it kind of like zipped back and forth in all of these weird fucking ways. And it was like, man, there's, there's just so much that's going into this. And I'll I'll get, I'll get to my final kind of judgment of that at the end of this. But like, wow, it's just a lot to keep track of just flatly. Oh boy.
0: Yeah, you know, there's something to be said for reevaluating media that you're nostalgic for. Uh huh. And you, and you come so to real- <laughs> and you come to realize that I that it wasn't quite as good as you remember it. Hmm. Really? <laughs> so I, I gotta say, you know, I had fun tonight and in this arc. Mm-hmm. But uh hmm. I remember this a lot more fondly back in Ah, 2012.
1: Really? Uh, Austin over here, like, I'm going to be a staunch defender of this all the way through. I will show you, David, why why this was the best the 2012 WWE had to offer. Listen,
0: the plot structure is a little wonky. Really? You know plot points just kind of happen and then they just kind of jump in completely different directions
1: yeah and some shit just kind of gets dropped with no further payoff
0: that is a lot of tonight was watching Uh watching different love interests slowly drop out of the story
1: One of, one of them was barely in the sto- story to to begin with, but you know. I
0: have I have things to say about that when we yes. get to that part.
1: Well, yeah. there are two there are two of these different love interests that were barely in it in two different in two very different ways.
0: So, like, I'm still willing to say I had fun, and yes, it was I an had enjoyable. Fun. Time. I have I I still probably have a you know, great, a higher than average opinion
1: of this storyline. But, you know, I feel like watching it with you, seeing it through your eyes definitely made Mm -hmm. it more enjoyable for me. However, that does not change my approximation that the central conceit of all of this is yuck. And B, that man, this plot is kind of, messy and a little bit disjointed
0: yeah i i am willing to acknowledge that I, I i i will chalk up the first thing to me that being something i think that 2012 me just doesn't notice anymore well, yeah and then didn't notice at the time and now i'm looking back on it 10 years older and also trying to look at it with an analytical eye and i'm like yeah ah, the central conceit of this is kind of
1: fucked up. Oh no! If I if, if I were watching this ten years ago when I was fourteen, I'd, I'd I'd just be like, man, that ag that AJ is crazy. Also,
0: also, I just think I forgot how much of this arc was devote was was framed around the idea that she's crazy. Like I like I remember the love square, and I remember that she gets called crazy and it becomes a whole thing i didn't remember how much of those inter uh you know overlapped in time and i think oh yeah
1: and i was oh, like oh yeah. They oh. just the further on this went the harder they lean into it you know i was looking up aj the other day and man it kind of hurts to find out that she is Actually, IRL bipolar and yeah, so like she wrote, man. An enti- she wrote
0: an entire book that was pretty much about her experiences growing up with bipolar disorder. I've read it, it's very good. And I did, I have had a few thoughts of huh. You know, thinking on that now. This is awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, and kind of unfortunate that you know they're doing the tropified like version of bipolar where it's just like, oh, she's crazy.
0: Yeah, and and like. Uh, on the story being disjointed, another thing that I think, and I think part of this is because we're, I think I talked a little bit about it in the NXT arc is how it feels different watching everything back to back like this. Oh, this is than it did Than it did when we were watch when I was watching it live week to week. But mm-hmm. this arc, when I was younger, felt so much longer. It felt like this took the whole, it felt like this took the whole summer and, yeah, we, like, watched it in chunks, but it still was, like, a month and a half of yeah. what was, of, of basically, re- that revolved around this specifically.
1: hmm And then some lead-up.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, this feels, this this felt longer when I was, this felt more, like, ever-present when I was younger. And That's fair. I that, mean,
1: six, six weeks to run a story like this is a long time, so, like, mm-hmm. fair enough.
0: Um. Let's just get on into you know get into it now. We touched them over its thoughts, so we kind of start with the June twenty second, twenty twelve SmackDown. Except all we were there for was a recap of what happened on Raw.
1: Yeah, a recap that I like to call when AJ met Kane.
0: Yeah. So I literally most of the recap is just of the storyline in a general sense. But what I was here for was on Raw, on the June 18th Raw, there was a Sheamus and CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan and Kane match. And during Uh, the match, AJ came dressed out as Kane,
1: mask and all. In a full-ass Kane mask. And yeah, and and this whole recap seems to understand this feud is very much not about the belt and very much about AJ.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the story has quickly morphed into being about AJ.
1: Yeah. Unless was- you ask Punk, then it's still very much about the belt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Punk over here, like, yes, the belt, the most important thing.
1: Yes, obviously. And he's like, right, guys? And the entire, like, crowd and both Kane and Daniel Bryan are just staring dead-faced at AJ. And he's like, right, guys?
0: Right, guys? Now, uh, also on, also on the june 22nd smackdown though we did not watch it kane had another match with brian aj mm. shenanigan again
1: Sh- shenanigans did occur
0: right so the june 25th episode of raw now we're getting into the real meat of stuff yep. so we start the show in a cold open by the way they cold open raw with this is they recap, they re-show the recap video they showed on SmackDown. And then we go to AJ backstage. She is she is talking to off screen, but is ostensibly she's talking to Kane, Punk, and Brian.
1: Yes. She- and off the bat, I feel validated because she's literally doing fuck Mary Kill with the three of them. A little she's bit. like, she's like, uh, you know. Daniel, you're a piece of shit. You you broke my heart. Fuck you, uh, Kane. I wanna I I want you to 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 ram right into me and make me have babies. To and, quote
0: nine inch nails, I want to fuck you like an animal.
1: True. Yes. Literally. Pretty much what she says. And she's like, punk man, I just want to wifey you the fuck up. <laughs> yeah she's literally playing fuck mary kill the exact way i was putting it in the front half that's awesome
0: yeah so what she see it almost reads like a breakup speeches though with all of them because she says to daniel oh, yeah. she has she still has she says that for daniel she still has feelings uh for him but you know they to grow as people they need to grow apart uh and then kane she talks about how she loses her inhibition and wants to get wild but he is a monster and i know this is i can hear crazy chick chants great and then aj calls punk her soulmate but she's like but she knows that punk doesn't seem to be like all in feelings wise here yeah and but, then the yeah. camera pans and it shows that the whole time AJ was talking alone into her mirror.
1: Oh, she was rehearsing this breakup speech. Um, and that, cause that's what it ended up being is like a breakup speech. She's like, I really, I just need to break up with all three of you. Like none of this is working for
0: and- a brief moment. aj realizes that actually she's better off dating none of them
1: and all of them kind of suck in their own way um and then that turns out and then that's the fucking cold open to raw this is aj's world and we're all just living in it
0: absolutely so we then cut to a bit later in the show where uh vicky guerrero who is okay So leading up to Raw 1000, as again, that is the, the arc, this arc ends on Raw 1000. But in the lead up to that, they have, they were celebrating the history of Raw and and a thousand episodes by, because, because John Laurinaitis was fired, there's no current person in charge of Raw. So every week leading up to Raw 1000, they would have an old, an old GM of Raw be the special uh, GM for the night.
1: This and, is a very and, stable organization and show. No, nothing to course. be concerned about here.
0: Of course. So this tonight, to- it's totally a
1: viable way to ru- to run your your media company,
0: right? You know, a different boss every week. It's it's all good. Absolutely, no problems there. But yeah, so Vicky Guerrero is the special GM for the night, and to sh- and to kick off the show, we're doing a three way elimination match.
1: Very and hot, teams- very steamy three way between Punk Kane and Danielson. Yes.
0: Yes, Daniel Bryan, Kane, and CM Punk are the main, the first match of the show, and She's I wrote like, just
1: this. just just thought of that one off the top of my head. No other reason for putting it together.
0: Don't know how she came up with that. Who? How does Vicky come up with her brilliant ideas?
1: Yep, pretty much.
0: And then, this I can't even believe I have to say this because that Jerry Lawler made a smart point.
1: I know and
0: Cole didn't because Cole. Tries to talk about what they saw in the cold open. He's like, "Look at AJ a Crazy Chick. Am I right? She's talking to herself." And Jerry Lawler's like, "I don't know. It looked like she was practicing speeches in the mirror to me."
1: You're actually intelligent. Since when? How long yeah, have you? How long have you been like this? Explain to me. Have you? Could you have been like this the whole time? The whole time. Was that so hard? You little fucking bastard. I'm so happy you gave me this effigy.
0: Yes. And then during the, during the match, uh, during the interest, actually, I think is Michael Cole brings up that there is a Twitter poll out there tonight for who should, who should AJ be with? And there are four options, obviously punk Kane and Brian. And the fourth option is all of
1: them. AJ all. We got the poly rep, baby. BASED! 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 BASED!
0: Yeah.
1: Naturally, I'm voting AJ All.
0: Yeah, and then even Lawler, making his second good point of the same segment... I know. He's like, I don't know, maybe there should be a
1: none-of-the-above option. AJ, AJ, none-of-the-above. Why? Why did you just make a second good point, you piece of shit?
0: Yeah, it's wild. So, Punk yeah. Ryan and Kane have a pretty good match, as you'd yep. probably expect. Uh, uh,
1: while the match is going on, Michael Cole remarks that uh, he he implies that um, that due to this specific storyline uh, and all the chatter that it's created, Raw was tro- was top trending on Twitter. Um, incidentally, there was also a salmonella outbreak going on at the same time. Hmm. <laughs>
0: it probably it probably was trending on twitter though they do they do that a lot
1: oh no i i have no doubt i have no doubt
0: wwe uh, got in very quickly on the uh of like guy get our fans a talking on social media on the get TV the trending or... get
1: the trends going if we get trends we get money it's just simple math
0: yeah it's why it's why it was funny for so many for so long that WWE would be like, we have more Twitter followers than every single NFL team. Waka Waka, shut the fuck up.
1: Jesus, Vince still still not salty about the XFL? Not mm. at all.
0: Or whatever. Or whatever. Now they do this. They do these kind of like really bad. These, like, statistics that aren't that impressive all the time to hype that up. And speaking of social media, I can't wait until later (laughs) to talk about the other thing that got brought up. Yes. Very excited.
1: All right, yeah. Um, AJ is watching this whole thing backstage at a 90-degree angle because, of course, she...
0: Four out of ten, not enough cheating out to the camera.
1: Literally, literally, the this is a ninety degree angle. the The TV is flush against one wall. AJ is flush against the uh, the the adjacent wall, and her head is just turned all the way looking at it. It's Good kind of job. like
0: the, it's kind of like the worst of both worlds in that you're not cheating out enough to be fully seen by the camera, but you're also not watching the TV at a natural angle. <laughs>
1: yeah um but yeah she's she's enjoying watching all three of her boyfriends have a very cute three-way while they all wear matchy colors it's very adorable
0: yeah um so you know they it, it it goes you know punk and brian you know team up to beat up kane a lot and they get one-on-one together but then kane shows back in and he's the strongest boy here uh we get to the end of the match. Kane sets up for a choke slam to on Punk, but then out comes AJ, a skipping on down the ramp yet again. Uh, She's wearing the same like Kane shirt she was wearing before, but she no does masses. not have the mask. Mm-mm. Mask was a one-time dealio.
1: <laughs> Kane's like, all right, you can borrow you can borrow my shit from my archive, but only once. I can only let that shit out no. of like once in a while or else or else it just fucking crumbles all right too much exposure to like to, to air and it just it just that shit you know how much i've sweated to that shit all right it it'll just like no, fall apart
0: <laughs> no more gimmick infringement true
1: oh we'll get to all, all of things to say about gimmick infringement later um, yeah so
0: kane so this distracts kane of course and punk gets up gets kane in the gts he pins kane and then Brian immediately re- kicks Punk in the head and pins him for the win.
1: Yeah. Oh, DB got the win in this non-title match. Oh, shit. The stakes are I right
0: sure down. hope that I bet this means that Brian will be in line for a future title opportunity.
1: A very unique opportunity, uh, a title opportunity. Yes, totally.
0: I don't get as mad about it as many people as some people do, but B definitely goes to the well too often of pin the champion to get a match for the title with the champion with
1: the champion. It's a, uh, it's a might repetitive. Yeah. And then, yes. and then the fucking champion gets a rematch. So essentially in order to become the new champion, you have to beat the champ three, fucking times to actually essentially
0: become- to hold the belt yeah
1: what a load what a fucking load like and- I-, I would say it's a measure to like keep belt t- turnovers like make them so that they can happen on regular tv without them feeling too cheap but like but like this is wwe come on now
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's not don't love it that much uh then we cut to later in the show backstage aj is talking to kane Mm. she is like things have been crazy right now but she's glad he's here and kane is like i i am not one with my feelings i don't
1: do feelings
0: but you make me feel things i didn't know was possible not
1: since katie vick anyway
0: and aj's like great that's great and kane's like no that's not great. That's not great. I'm not. You know what, really I was the last time I felt you. special things for a woman? She died. It and was a whole Triple thing. H pretended to, and Triple H pretended to fuck her corpse.
1: You really don't want to get in on this action.
0: No, you don't. Uh, but he says he's not boyfriend material and he doesn't do relationships. Hey, okay, okay, no, no, no.
1: He goes, he goes, I'm not exactly boyfriend material. And AJ goes, that's okay. Kane. I just want to fuck you anyway.
0: <laughs> She's like, well, you know, our relationship is a little unconventional. It's fine.
1: Yeah. You know, we, we have more like a friend with Benny's thing going on here. Like, And then,
0: and then Kane hits him with the, I'm a monster.
1: He's a- I have artistic- terrible
0: stars. Yeah. i I
1: wear wear a mask mask.
0: i get off on the pain of others and even i find you a little mentally unstable (laughs) yeah
1: and kane's like you can't break up with me i'm breaking up with you i'm breaking up with you (laughs) and of course this gate this gets aj crazy laughing because that's that's her character. Yeah, that's to her what I to what I
0: wrote was AJ starts crying, then laughing, then cry laughing.
1: Yeah, you know. Um we cut back to the Twitter poll and uh the WWE universe has voted overwhelmingly for her to get together with punk. And I'm yeah, I mean
0: 51% punk, 27% Kane, eight percent Brian, and fourteen. Fourteen percent
1: hashtag AJ all yeah baby yeah
0: so that went about the twitter poll went about how i expected
1: and and cm punk and aj lee looked at that twitter poll and they're like well shit twitter's too powerful i guess we have to do this now IRL. god
0: damn it god damn it yes we gotta uh and then cm punk and daniel bryan is announced for money in the bank as a result of the match earlier in the show yeah We cut backstage, CM Punk is backstage talking on the phone or whatever. And then AJ does the guess who thing with him.
1: And and Punk responds with King Kong Bundy. Uh
0: uh And so AJ, who is in a robe, which I will explain Uh, uh, in a minute. Want, uh, she wants to make it make it up with punk and she said that uh to fast for what happened tonight and to do and to do so she will be dedicating her match tonight in the divas summertime beach battle royal yeah, okay she
1: said that and I just go, what
0: yeah, it's a battle royal where they all dress in sw- in bit beach wear
1: it's like oh I noticed. Oh, I noticed. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, so Punk, he's like, after she says that, he's like, yeah, listen, I need to talk to you about it. We need to talk about our relationship here. And he's like, yeah, great. That's what I, yes, exactly. We're going to take it to the next level. And Punk's like, no, hold on a
1: minute. And she leaves. There, there are no levels to this.
0: Punk, bold, very clearly. Bold of you
1: to assume we were on a level to begin with.
0: Yeah, Punk very obviously does not want to do that it's not like what I really
1: regret saying I did, I did crazy chicks
0: he's realizing this was a mistake
1: I, I appreciate punk learning the error of his ways and like that he he's like oh wait crazy chicks come with baggage oh wait damn it damn it
0: and so we skipped the divas summertime battle royal because well, I didn't care. well here's the thing the i felt like david would want to see the intro entrance the intro to the match and so uh, but first i would like to point out i pointed this out to david is that one of the women in the match is maxine who is the future katrina on lucha underground
1: yeah ain't that ain't that just something
0: but what i really wanted david to watch <laughs> was all the divas are in the ring and vicky comes out <laughs> And she's like, the era of people power is dead. Okay. Long, Long live, live Vicky, Vicky power. power. And she's in a robe. And she walks into the ring. And she sexily undresses to get down into her beachwear.
1: Which is a fucking one piece with cougar print. <laughs> Mommy! She was working it out there. Oh. My God! I take back every reservation I had. This is the greatest thing that WWE has ever created.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That was uh, amazing. Uh, we will get
0: to the results of that match when we watch the recap of it on SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Um, oh God. What What was this fucking in In response to? Oh wait. Did we 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 went to a new episode after this, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, yeah. what what's the what's the theme song? How does it generally go? Because I think this is a joke about the theme. I wait okay. Uh, wait, you, wait, know wait. Uh, you know the enemy, you okay. know the yeah, enemy. Yeah. Right uh, oh, the misery. Everybody wants to be my enemy. Wait, wrong theme song.
0: Hey. All right. So we get to SmackDown on June 29 2012. AJ skips on out to open the show with a match. Holy fuck, what is happening? Why opening with a Divas match?
1: We're but opening is, with a match period, not some bullshit comedy cold open.
0: Yeah, but we it is revealed that AJ won the Divas Beach Battle Royal by yeah, also
1: apparently you don't gotta throw someone over the top rope in a Divas Battle Royal. Which no. fuck you?
0: Nah, in the Divas era, they were like, yeah, these women can't go over the top rope or something. I don't know, just uh-huh. throw them out of the ring and they're out. That's fine. And but AJ. Last eliminated Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, Vicky stayed
1: in the ring, which I don't understand because from what I saw, when at the beginning of that battle royal, every single diva conspired to push Vicky out first. So yeah,
0: how? But, fuck? Yeah, that quickly devolved into them fighting each other. So Vicky was able to hang around. Mm. But basically, AJ beat Vicky to win the Divas Battle Royal, and Vicky is pissed about it forever. Really, and. But now AJ gets a match with the Divas Champion Layla.
1: Yeah, she's got a title match. Hope oh, okay.
0: Yo, and then uh, I wrote. I also wrote after winning the Divas Battle Royal, AJ started "Yes" chants after winning. I emoji.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, she's st- yeah. Again, you want to talk about aping someone's bit? Oh boy, AJ looked at the at the "Yes" chant and is like, "That's my chant now."
0: I have so many notes of AJ yes chance doing yes chance oh, but yeah. this is not the first.
1: Also I sat there after watching a quick glimpse of the Divas Battle Royal, watching now this match, and I, I had the realization of like, you know, half the time wrestling gear is low-key indistinguishable from like tight fitting swimwear. Oh, absolutely. Which it is. which, which Makes it even more impressive that the fucking divas beach battle royale still managed to make the whole bikini thing feel really glo- gross and exploitative. It's, it's like a it's like a feat at that point.
0: I think it's I think it's because they're calling it out. They're they're drawing attention to it.
1: Yeah, they're like, hey, were you aware that all these women have boobs? Except when like they
0: that- except when they want to shove a camera up uh, Melina's ass, they don't usually, you know at call out to like how like sexy looking uh uh-huh. diva diva's look in their regular gear as uh-huh. opposed to the beach battle royal where the whole point is like women in bikinis puppies woo Ooh.
1: yeah you'll love to see it um absolutely incredible stuff right there uh what else, what what the fuck else is going on uh but uh- oh also on commentary booker making it clear that he can be added to this the the long list of everybody who doesn't watch raw hmm.
0: yeah they 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 recap it for booker and booker is very incredulous at the idea of kane of, of anybody calling aj mentally unstable
1: yeah and and i think michael cole's like yeah don't you watch raw and booker's like what no
0: booker's like no i, no. I, I why, only- why the
1: fuck would i watch raw
0: my next note goes arm drag into a roll-up chain wrestling real good wrestling here the work
1: here looks good the the, wor- the work looks good it looks good what that's not how that works
0: yeah this is a divas match that isn't total trash
1: imagine my fucking shock jesus
0: yeah, it, uh, Layla, uh, yeah, Layla did a thing where she, like, hopped up onto the top of the turnbuckle and then did a crossbody to AJ. It was the dopest thing.
1: Oh, it was so sick. And now Daniel Bryan is here to fuck things up. Here Yeah, we don't go.
0: worry. It's still a Divas match. But it's not going to air too long. We're not, we're not um, going to take
1: this. You thought we were going to take this shit seriously all the way through? Nah, fuck you.
0: Now, out comes Daniel Bryan to just start yes chanting all over the ringside area, and AJ is like, what?
1: aj gets distracted
0: and then layla wins with some sick roll-up thing Uh
1: uh-huh
0: oh yeah she like
1: grabs aj and just whoop dead
0: yeah it's it's like she like rolls up aj and held her by only one of her legs so she could like be facing up as she rolled Mm -hmm. up aj it was kind of it's really cool looking oh sick. Uh, but she wins the match and after that, AJ is real pissed that this happened. And so she starts beating the shit out of Layla.
1: Yeah, she starts having a little, a little, a little meltdown in Reno. Uh, and then she turns and looks at Daniel and yes, kick his ass, kick his ass, kick his ass. Uh, but then they yeah. just, they stare each other down and then they start yelling yes at each other. And then. Well, not yet, not yet.
0: Oh. Hold on, we got more to, we got, we got to discuss what what Brian's uh,
1: doing, even doing here.
0: Uh-huh. is as brian explains it's not so fun when someone distracts you in a match is it uh-huh. uh huh. daniel however makes sure to make clear that he doesn't crave attention and uh-huh.
1: oh there's yeah a lot,
0: there's a lot of ironic dialogue in this series of episodes and i laughed at all of them because yes. get
1: daniel brian it. doesn't crave attention just like kurt angle did not tap to the cross face
0: of course. Uh, so, sh- but he has important things he needs to discuss with Vicky Guerrero, who is of course still the GM for the time being. And he is not leaving until he gets what he wants. He is going to stand here and r- and ruin the show. He's protesting. He in fact starts. Yes. Intending to like, yes, chant for two hours straight.
1: Yeah. He's like, I'm taking over the show, baby.
0: And AJ starts doing it with him. And then the crowd goes Along with her, and then we come back from commercial with them dueling. Yes, chance. And they're still
1: doing it. They had a whole ass commercial break where they were just standing there doing it. Holy shit!
0: And then, of course, excuse me,
1: excuse yeah, me, uh, excuse me.
0: Yeah, uh, Vicky wants. Vicky comes in here to stop all this nonsense. And Vicky says to Daniel that everyone here is tired of him repeating his tired, annoying catchphrase. I said, excuse me.
1: (laughs) You know, I didn't catch that the first time around because I don't find excuse. I don't find Vicky's excuse me. uh, Catchphrase annoying. I love that shit. So that went right over my head. I'm not even joking.
0: Now, like I said, ironic dialogue here, but Brian, Brian says he did it to make a point because he will soon be the WWE champion and the, everything will revolve around him anyway. So might as well get a head start. Absolutely. And so Brian tries to butter up Vicky for like, she's like, you know, you were, did such a great work working with the board so quickly to get me a title match and that she should be in charge permanently.
1: Yeah. Daniel, Daniel, Brian's like Vicky come with me think of what we could do together Together.
0: no he literally Um, says we'll need he literally says we'll need to work together hand in hand
1: yes uh and then the the punchline to this is brian has
0: an idea for his title match
1: yeah is
0: that aj should be banned from ringside because and i quote she is a liability she is unstable she is a menace like spider-man and <laughs> i refuse to lose my opportunity because of her
1: get me pictures of aj lee <laughs> uh vicky yeah
0: understand he is not a fan of aj and yeah, she's, she's like still I will fight about the little royal. girl
1: but which like, what would vicky have done would she have would she have earnestly tried to try to challenge for the fucking divas belt Absolutely, she would have. I feel like she would have would have died.
0: Ah, uh, but Vicky doesn't have that level of self awareness, so. Oh, no.
1: But like, you know, she can't hear. She's got AirPods in.
0: As Vicky starts ranting about AJ, Daniel Bryan is to cut in. Is like, hey, this is not about AJ. This is about me.
1: I am. I am concerned when we are not about me.
0: This is very. That is very. You know in dick that's fair it's a good summation of the entire AJ Bryan relationship
1: pretty much uh, yeah
0: Vicky oh, is apolog- a Vicky's apologetic to Daniel because it's a good idea but the board uh, the there was a WWE.com poll about AJ should she be guest timekeeper guest referee guest announcer or guest commentator and obviously, with 76% of the vote, she got guest referee. And yeah. the board has asked Vicky to go along with the poll results.
1: Yeah, somehow Vicky seems blindsided by this, which, like, how? Did you not read it beforehand? Did you not know the results going? The results you were going to announce?
0: Yeah, apparently not. Apparently, she was finding out live on air. Yeah, that, that, the that the
1: poll doesn't poll shock me. But yes, this is,
0: this is one of this is another one of WWE's famous things of how they make the polls legit, but they will stack the options to get what they wanted to have happen because oh, all this best faith. referee is so obviously the most interesting thing that AJ could do in yeah. the match. So obviously yeah. that's the one everyone voted on.
1: This is so. This is such HD bait, dude. High death bait right here, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Yeah, and DB, of course, responds to this exactly how you'd respond, which would be to, to, to yell, No! 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 No!
0: no! no! Uh, Vicky is fun, though, because she gets pissed. She's like, I, I can't believe this. She's like, But, of course, I totally agree with the board of directors, and I think AJ will make a fantastic referee.
1: Oh, my God. V- Vicky making those those mm, ass kissing noises mwah, all mwah. the way to the bank.
0: So AJ, AJ yes, chance all the way up the ramp, and Brian just starts going no,
1: no, no, no. I have to say, when Brian, when Daniel Bryan is in his like most vitriolic state and starts screaming no, there is something magical about watching his face contort. With Biorade, just he—he he becomes a, a creature from beyond. He a, a, a demon inhabits his body and manifests on his face as he just spews out. No, no, good shit. I love to see it. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, clearly, uh, we we switch episodes again. Yes. No, we got there's one there still more the- thing. Is Backstage Uh,
0: AJ is like thinking about "Mm, guest referee, that sounds nice. And Brian (laughs) comes up to her and apologizes for being distracting
1: earlier. But yeah, he's like, clearly, I need to switch tactics. But
0: he's just concerned for her mental well-being. And he's like, you know, it's okay to get help. And I have a doctor friend I could put you in touch with that he's really good. So, like, do you want me to give you his number? AJ's only response is yes, 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 yes. yes. And she, she walks, walks on down the hallway.
1: And Daniel Bryan's like, wait, but legit, do you want his number, though?
0: It's like, no, Daniel, she does not.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, now as we... we
0: will, as we will learn plenty going into later in the night, AJ... Does not need to seek professional help. She is in full control at all times.
1: She's perfectly fine, everyone. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah so now... We, um, we
0: skip the events of the July 2nd episode of Raw because we're going to get the recap video of it on the July... On the special Great American Bash edition, live edition of SmackDown of July 3rd.
1: Why were why they doing a non-pay-per-view GAB? Whatever.
0: Because America, July fuck yeah coming to save the motherfucking day, yeah!
1: Absolutely. Uh, All so yeah, right. we cut over to Michael Cole in the middle of the ring with a microphone. And Michael Cole says to the audience, can I have your attention, please? And the audience says no. The audience I is think, like, no, I fuck actually,
0: you. I actually don't want to give you my attention. Thank we you. don't want to hear you
1: talk, Michael Cole, shockingly. Right. Um,
0: but he is here to conduct an interview
1: in the ring with AJ Lee. The, according to him, most controversial and talked about figure in the WWE today. What a weird fucking way to get over.
0: I guess that's true, but I don't know. Uh, So, uh, AJ comes down and Cole opens with, he wants AJ to agree that they've had interviews before and that he has been very fair and balanced.
1: TMC. However...
0: But she has been anything but balanced. And so now we get a recap of what happened on Raw. Okay. So earlier, so it is announced that um, uh, you know, Brian meets AJ backstage. AJ's getting ready for her match she has against it is Seamus and AJ versus Vicky and Dolph Ziggler. Uh and Brian comes up to her and tries to give her a rose. And it says he's always cared about her. And AJ bites the head off the rose and is like, no, you
1: don't. Yeah. You're, you're, you're about you. And AJ says X.
0: Yeah. So AJ wins the match against Vicky. And then she runs backstage and is like, Hey punk, 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 punk. The and punk for the past 15 minutes of time has been on the phone with his sister and so did not watch AJ's match. She's like, so you're not paying attention to me. <laughs> and she walks away all sad. And punk is like, no, stop. What? Oh God. Why, why is this well, happening to me now? Uh,
1: punk, cont- punk continues to, to be very awkward about feeling punk. CM Punk. Coolest guy in the room. As soon as you start showing emotion, he just like robot mode. uh, uh, like, what uh, is uh, this?
0: Hovering do hands. Uh, uh, it is. Uh, it is not. It
1: is not. Uh, it is not indignant, righteous, uh, righteous rage. I cannot process this. This emotion.
0: Uh, and so later in the show, Eve Torres, who was uh, you didn't see this part, but she, basically she gets humiliated by T- Teddy Long, who was in charge of the show that night, and be, by and makes her wear the "Hello, I'm Eve Torres" sticker because that's what Johnny and, and Eve made Teddy wear when he was their, like, assistant, servant person. Okay. This is a bit of a, it's a modicum of revenge. But Eve is all pissy. And so she tries to take it out on AJ. It's like, oh, yeah, I saw that. You know, you're trying to, man, you're really taking a play out of my book trying to get attention, aren't you? And AJ's like, you know what? You're right, Eve, you are an attention seeker. But... You think you think you know how to get attention tonight? I'll show you how to get attention. And so later in the evening, in the main event, which is um, it let me let me. I wrote what is this? What was this match that I wrote down here? Uh, the match is John Cena and CM Punk versus Daniel Daniel Bryan and Chris Jericho. Okay. And in the middle of the match, while Punk and Bryan are wrestling, AJ comes out and she grabs a table and she jumps up to the top rope and threatens to throw herself through this table and this makes daniel bryan run over to get in front of the table and be like no don't do it and then punk jumps up to the top rope where she is and is like hey don't do it and her response is she kisses punk Pushes Punk off the top rope. Long and then live his- the, the king. The king. No! Yeah! Anyway. Pushing Punk and Brian through the table. And then yeah, she starts yes chanting. And anyway, she starts yes chanting.
1: Uh, AJ looks, AJ AJ surveys uh, with with dark contempt in her eyes, the crumpled bodies of the two men uh she just she just absolutely demolished and whoever wrote this angle clearly thinks they're creating an art house movie
0: mm-hmm. and it's like it's weird i don't it, it is at this point in the story i don't really know how to feel about aj because it's like they're leaning in to, like, this is where they're really leaning into the idea she's crazy and attention seeking hmm like it's not just like I'm jumping around between what guy I'm in I'm romantically interested in now. Like this episode she acts like obnoxious to Punk and then because Punk didn't pay enough attention to her, throws him through a
1: table. Yeah. I like I understand the progression. That said, I'll have mm-hmm. things to say slash ask you about when we get to the end of this episode when it comes to just
0: how that all ties together. Cause I don't think it does.
1: Personification of AJ on a whole.
0: Yes. I think that's fair, but we, we've cut back to SmackDown and this, and Cole asks her what she was thinking. And before AJ can give an answer, he's like, I'll, I'll tell you what you were thinking. You weren't thinking.
1: Uh-huh. Great. Right. And to basically, uh, Michael Cole goes on to say in so many words, you're a crazy bitch. You need, like, a paternalistic daddy to teach you right from wrong. Do you want to have sex with me?
0: (laughs) I feel like I should, in fact, I feel like I should definitely first bring up that before we get to that part, he calls her nothing but a troubled little girl and unable to be a referee, and then he calls her a teenager. And Mm. I would like, first I'd like to point out that AJ is 25 at the time this episode but also oh, shit.
1: I mean, you're than me. that's wild
0: but also when you say things calling her you know trying to infantilize her as a girl when she is an adult woman it makes the next part the second part that David mentioned a lot creepier
1: like I where, said paternalistic daddy
0: <laughs> where he he's like I don't know what you see in any of these men that you keep chasing around and ask if she has ever considered pursuing a real man you know yeah. maybe a man maybe a man who has been a war
1: correspondent dude fucking yeah wait wait hold up a second i thought i i thought that that being bad touch toward an infantilized younger woman that you want to be a daddy to was jerry lawler's bit what why are you letting Cole do this you piece of shit it's your Cole job. Cole's stealing your bit. Everybody's stealing everybody's goddamn bits tonight. What a fucking load. All right? Everyone all right, needs to so steal everyone he, else for copyright infringement.
0: Cole does very, very bad flirting, where he tries to portray himself as, like, peak manhood. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Yuck. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan, thank God he is here. <laughs> Man, didn't thought I didn't didn't think I'd fucking be saying that. Oh, thank God Daniel Bryan's here. Yeah. So as we get back
0: to, um, uh, Bryan's like, stop, please stop. <laughs> and the ironic dialogue continues as Bryan's to Cole says, "You think you're some big tough investigative reporter?" You're a sexist abusive bully.
1: Yeah. Uh uh Daniel Bryan does a great job of recognizing narcissism in anybody but himself. In anyone else. Uh He's like he's like and I would know.
0: <laughs> yep. So Daniel Bryan is like he says that he knows AJ better than anyone and he knows she's taking her referee job very seriously and will do an excellent job uh Uh, he also knows that she didn't mean to put both punk and brian through the table it was and he forgives her for not realizing that brian was in the way
1: Yeah, that's totally that's totally how it is. Like immediately starts revisionist historying this whole shit just because he's trying so hard to butter AJ up for this fucking guest ref thing. Oh and out, my and
0: god. Out comes CM Punk to <laughs> be like at this point. And Punk immediately is like, Cole, this has nothing to do with you. Get out.
1: You're irrelevant. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Ugh, king.
0: Of course. And punk says mentions that two people were affected by aj's actions and like he's not going to sweep what happened under the rug to try to suck up to her because yeah. he is gonna be blunt because he is worried about her you're not in a good place mentally and maybe some of that is my fault yeah punk, punk's my like fault. punk's
1: like oh shit maybe i should have put my boner away and set some boundaries
0: I should have. He's like, I see how I have had a part to play in what has happened here.
1: May or may not have encouraged some of this.
0: So I'm going to apologize for that. And Punk suggests that he, she needs professional help. And unlike some people over there, he will not stand here and lie and string her along. And then he's like, I think you're a sweet girl. And then here comes Brian. What a load of garbage.
1: Yep. And not projecting, not projecting. Daniel,
0: Daniel Bryan, king of projecting, thinks that this is all some ploy by CM Punk. And he, he's like, Punk doesn't care at all about AJ, but I care. And the and he, goes, he says, the only thing Punk cares about is that she's our referee because you know you need her to beat me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not hitting the copium. At, but at not this point, all. Punk is like, "How yeah. fucking dare you say that?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, and I, and like, I took that personally.
0: He did. They tries to step up, but AJ holds them apart. And I wrote: AJ starts macking real good on Brian. Punk oh, goes to yeah. walk away, sad.
1: <laughs> he, yeah, Punk's like, "Wait, I'm emotionally affected by this. What the fuck?"
0: What? But then, after she notices Punk leaving, she wa- She quickly goes out of the ring and catches up to him and grabs him by the arm, and then she starts macking real good on Punk.
1: Yeah, so much for setting boundaries and putting your boner away. What the fuck, dude?
0: And then AJ smiles and skips and skips off. Both men stay are standing there stunned, and AJ just starts yes chanting and laughing.
1: Absolutely, slick, John. Yep you know, as okay.
0: you do. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Now for the July 9th episode of raw, where we out. Oh, raw AJ opens raw. Okay. So and I, I will use this moment to bring up that another good sign of like how this story has transitioned away from being about the title to being about AJ is how much of this story is told through these lengthy promo monologues. Oh
1: my God.
0: There are significantly fewer matches tonight because really? most of them are unimportant.
1: <sighs> matches on my wrestling show. Oh, that's about? Yeah, we, we all know the joke at this point.
0: Yes, yes, yes. AJ is here to reiterate that she is the special referee for the WWE title match, and her actions can greatly affect the outcome of the match. Yeah, and she's she like she's really like, I well. know my
1: actions have consequences. You do?
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound right.
1: Doesn't sound entirely correct at all. No, sir.
0: You have n- you have not been working with that the whole time.
1: Uh, I think this is a new discovery for you, madam.
0: <laughs> yeah, so with that in mind, she wants help from the crowd to welcome Punk out to the ring, and Punk is here, he's confused, and he's like, "What what am I doing here? What why is this happening?"
1: Yeah, okay. Oh fuck. I can't remember Okay, I can't. I can't remember when this line happened. Uh, I think it happened before Punk, though. Um, Might have happened while AJ was entering. It w- yeah, it happened while AJ was was making her entrance earlier. Fuck. Um, was to <laughs> fucking Lawler goes. Uh, yeah, they they uh here comes AJ. They named the clock for her cuckoo Lawler's back. Yeah, baby. They,
0: named, they named they named the clock after her cuckoo. cuckoo.
1: Yeah, Lawler's back, baby. That's this is the dumb, annoying, problematic piece of shit I know and love.
0: Ah, he's going to be real back later.
1: Oh, 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 we'll get there.
0: But AJ is like that she, that he showed her true feelings, his true feelings for her by saying she needs professional help, but she does not because she is in full control at all times. And at this point, AJ's crazy chance start, of course. But uh, she appreciates the sentiment and she's like, no one has ever cared about me or shown compassion like you did. And when I kiss you, I knew it. I knew what I had to do. And Punk is standing here the whole time, thoroughly what?
1: unimpressed with what is yeah. happening. And you fill me up with passion. okay. okay yeah, I did. I
0: did write. I did feel like this was a quote I needed to put on this podcast, so I did write the whole the, the quote. It's, Your eyes, you—they send love straight into my heart. You fill me up with passion and desire. In essence, you turn me on.
1: Yeah. I wrote Punk wishes he could be literally anywhere else. Yeah. He's so uncomfortable, dude. It's so funny. I love, I love, like, got, Kane, Kane over here, like, I don't do feelings. Punk is the real I don't do feelings motherfucker. I am all in on, like, awkward dork Punk who has no idea how to respond to, like, people expressing themselves to him.
0: I'm willing to to save more of this discussion for at the end and we can talk about every person individually here Mm -hmm. but in this arc but it feels like kane is like trying to like force himself to not feel feels because he thinks he shouldn't because he's a monster
1: monster
0: meanwhile punk is just very conflicted punk is
1: just he he just is like i don't know how to process any of this Please help. He's literally like, can somebody help me? I don't understand how this works. Yeah.
0: And then AJ, knowing what she has to do, backs up and gets down on one knee. Mm -hmm. CM Punk, will you marry me? And then I wrote at this point, just say no chance. Start out. Yup. But then there are um, people doing the yes chance as well. So, you know, there are people into it.
1: Uh, well again, we got the Twitter poll. So like uh see the real takeaway you. for me is that, is that is that AJ, no, you need to you need to like hop in a TARDIS and fucking do this two hop forward two years and then do this. It'll work like a fucking charm.
0: Yeah, this is gonna go a lot better for you in a couple years.
1: Yeah, seriously. Too early. A little too you know, early. It's, like, t- it's too early like in the, the time. Flash.
0: Oh. It's, it's like the flash when Batman v Superman. <laughs> Am I too soon? Pretty much. So Daniel Bryan starts running in yelling no, as you'd expect. And Bryan says she is about to make the biggest mistake of her life. Because he CM Punk doesn't love her. He's just using her.
1: Shocker, shocker of all shockers.
0: And that Brian he, that claims he that. And Brian claims he never stopped having feelings for her, while Punk only cares about himself.
1: Yeah, Punk, and Punk looks just fucking nonplussed by all of this. He's like, yeah. "Can I go? I don't want to be."
0: Punk. This is when Punk is like, "Hey, you don't know me, man, and you don't know how I feel about AJ." And yeah, you Brian, don't know jack shit. Just and Brian's shut up. like, Stop "Bet
1: for me and shut up."
0: brian goes bet and because he's like if i'm wrong then just say i do punk
1: yeah uh again to fucking talking about aping bits again fucking daniel brian uh is telling he doesn't want punk to say yes he wants punk to say i do which you know typically comes like Little while later, and you usually say yes to the proposal, but yes is his line, you see. And he's not going to sit here and let anybody ape his bit, despite the fact no. that AJ's been doing it fucking constantly.
0: Yeah. So at this a Punk is conflicted and hesitates. And this is where Brian sees an opportunity. And he's like, This man sees
1: you as see a, you special a
0: special referee. referee. I see, you, I as see as you as a special person.
1: person.
0: and and brian says they're so connected they had the same idea because when he woke up this morning he didn't intend to stop a proposal he intended to make a Make a proposal so he and brian gets down on one knee and proposes to aj
1: oh yeah oh yeah yeah, baby going that we're going this direction with it abusive ex-boyfriend daniel bryan is now trying to pop the question this is okay.
0: great uh popping the question to try to save a relationship tail as mm. old as time maybe they as old as Randy
1: a- savage and miss elizabeth maybe,
0: maybe they should try having a couple of kids too see if that hey. saves it
1: I see nothing, I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. There is, there is nothing that could possibly go wrong having a kid to save the relationship. No, sir.
0: So Punk is like, this is a load of crap.
1: (laughs) This is (laughs) a bunch of barnacles.
0: Punk decides to, uh, to uh, stick a hole, a hole in this here plot. As he's like, why, if this was so pre-planned, why do you not have a ring, jackass?
1: And Punk's like...
0: Brian tries to be like, it's in the back!
1: Yeah, it's in the back, don't worry about it.
0: And Punk tries to offer to take her backstage and they can talk out everything going on here. (sighs) And And then... then Bring! Bring! bring. The anonymous Raw
1: General Manager is here. When they said they were bringing back all GMs, I don't know why I didn't immediately think they were going to pull this shit again.
0: It is time to watch Michael Cole once again read emails from a laptop.
1: The anonymous Raw GM is back, baby. And apparently... Today I learned that the fucking anonymous raw GM is Hornswoggle.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what, if any, plans they had for the original idea for who this was supposed to be. But when they brought back this character through this in one episode, they decided to reveal who it was. And why not? Lol, it's been Hornswoggle the whole
1: time. This whole time. (laughs) Yeah sure sure thing
0: hornswoggle when you need a quick fix to your mystery plot who is vince yeah. mcmahon's illegitimate bastard son i was gonna say wait
1: i think we can tune nickels like a hornswoggle being retconned into dumb bullshit like this it you can
0: illegitimate bastard son of vince mcmahon let's make it hornswoggle anonymous raw general manager make it horn
1: Hornswoggle. jj abrams
0: jj abrams can take notes on how to solve his mystery box plots that he never has the answers to when he starts it who yeah. who is ray's parents one of them is in fact hornswoggle, hornswoggle.
1: <laughs> yeah seriously he just needs to have hornswoggle on his fucking payroll all t- at all times Ray who Ray <laughs> holds Ray Moore's ah!
2: Moore's
1: I I need I need a fucking I need that and then I need to like edit in the the clip of like the one audience that like flipped out and was like someone yelling I fucking hate Star Wars <laughs>
0: all right let's get back to wrestling here the much less silly thing true so the raw the laptop explains these it's running raw tonight and also it ships punk and aj real hard oh it is team it is team a
1: punk Dude, Hornswoggle is writing all this fucking fan fiction for it, I guarantee you.
0: Yeah, so it thinks that Punk and AJ make a great couple. And so tonight it will be CM Punk and AJ versus Eve and Daniel Bryan. And
1: oh, Bryan is like, yeah, this literally.
0: is not fair. Fuck this is you. Not
1: fair at all. No. Yeah, di- uh, not, not, not to. Not too happy with this, no sir. And but, the uh, laptop's only
0: resp- and the laptop's only response is, "Hey, Daniel, maybe if you win tonight, AJ will see you in a different light, or Dude. not."
1: <laughs> Horns- <laughs> fucking, fucking Hornswoggle's a, a petty bitch, okay? He's like, he's like, hey, get good, scrub. Maybe your simpery will get you something. I'm not saying it will, but it might. And I know you're too much of a sim to resist.
0: <laughs> so AJ is like, man, this whole thing is confusing right now. And she acknowledges she caught Punk by surprise tonight. But also Daniel bit. Daniel caught her by surprise. And so now they all need some time to think. But she says she is glad this match happens because everything happens for a reason. And she has a feeling she's walking out of the arena with her future husband and again (laughs) like like when she said the i guarantee that the best man will win at no way out it's like why do you sound so ominous when you say things like that
1: i yeah is that supposed is that ominous is that do do we do we think that's like what what could come of that i don't know i i love yeah i love how like aj's whole like character is at this point is just like say a thing and it'll just sound ominous just just for the effect why not Don't think about it too we'll hard. see what happens see Whatever. i feel like this is the beginning of like the the fucking not the beginning beginning but this is one of the earlier signs of like man this plot just kind of unravels at some points because literally everything aj says sounds ominous and like at some point you just can't rely on her verbal cues to actually tell you whether or not like something's going to be an important like line that's going to be a surprise tool to use for later yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. uh so
0: we later in the match later in the night we get eve and daniel bryan versus aj and punk uh this point i note in the front row we have a sign that says yes 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 shut the fuck up
1: (laughs) uh Wait, does it actually say "shut the fuck up"?
0: It has the it has the starry stars to cover. Fucks, oh no! You
1: know, no, that you know
0: what awesome. it says. You
1: know what it says. That would have been awesome. Shut the frick up! Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So they have a little. They have a little matchy match. It's not terribly it's eventful. Very, it's
0: very short. Like Punk and it's Brian do a little wrestling together. Then AJ forcibly tags herself in, and AJ and and Eve have a little bit of a fun. Ah, uh, back and forth. I have, I have always been a defender of Eve Torres as being like, yeah, pretty athletic and pretty good for a divas era wrestler. She just kind of largely became got over playing characters that weren't wrestler wrestling, so she didn't wrestle enough.
1: Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a bad time at all. I quite, I quite enjoyed good old good old Eve Eve uh, on this one. She seemed like a lot of fun actually.
0: Yeah, so Eve goes to make the hot tag, and Brian just dumps off the apron and refuses to tag her in, and so AJ gets the roll up for the win.
1: Oh yeah, DB DB like purposefully fucks over Eve. Yeah, and and then he's like, um, it, I, I I have it in my notes is DB throws Eve to the wolves because he's a simp, um, and then. Uh, yeah, I just proved to you that you mean more to me than any match. Yep. Really. Any match. Any, really. any match. any match. Any match. Any match. Okay. And then Punk gets on Mike and he's like, yeah, okay. so." Yeah, okay, I've the-
0: had enough of this.
1: <laughs> I've had enough of this. This is getting stupid. Thank you, Punk, for being the voice of reason. Uh, AJ, look. To be very clear, I'm not going to marry you. And I said, X. Uh, um, uh, yeah, but a- he,
0: he, he acknowledges this could cost him a title. But he's like, I got to be honest. And he says, if me and if me saying that hurts you somehow, I'm sorry. But at least I care enough about you to tell you the truth. Pretty
1: much, yeah. Uh, and
0: AJ starts crying <laughs> and then walks up to Punk and slaps him in the face.
1: Yeah, and AJ Brian, takes this not as well as you'd expect.
0: And Brian is like, ha 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 ha, I am the winner. And uh, he's ha, like, ha. he calls over to AJ like, come home, AJ, mm-hmm. come home. Which of course means AJ walks over and slaps the shit out of Brian as well.
1: Yes, every everyone's getting slapped up in here. No one is safe.
0: And then I wrote, uh, AJ starts smiling and yes chanting. Her yes chant starts sounding more forced and sad. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I mean, I,
1: AJ is a performer. Like, like, as it it was fading
0: to black, it felt a little more like, yes, yes, yes.
1: yes." Yeah, no, I wouldn't put it past AJ as a performer to, like, add a little, um, add a little touch like that. Don't know if it was intentional on the writer's part, but, you know, she's, she's adding those layers, um. But yeah
0: and so we cut on to money in the bank uh, at in, on july 15th 2012 and backstage a matt striker is talking to aj in her ref gear
1: mm-hmm. she's got her
0: refing uh tank top on and, as you do
1: as you as you do
0: of course And Stryker is asked her about her mental stability, and she once again assures us that she is in full control. Oh,
1: she's totally fine, guys. Don't worry about it.
0: And she assures Matt that, you know, as much as Punk broke her heart and stomped out her feelings and made her so angry on Monday, that that he is a a good person, and it's fine.
1: She is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. She's fine.
0: It's very fine.
1: It's fine. (laughs) And
0: she acknowledges that you never forget your first love in Daniel, even when they use and manipulate you.
1: Yeah, and she starts getting angry again.
0: Yeah, she's like crying and angry. And it's honestly, I really was like, damn, this is sick. This is pretty good. I definitely need to include this interview bit with here. Yeah, one bet. Well, and she's like I don't know if I want to hug them or kiss them or rip out there. And she stops herself
1: she stops herself clearly aj wants to rip punk and db's cocks off of course absolutely
0: and she composes herself she's like matches next and walks out
1: for the match she's 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 ready to go she's got the gear i mean come on she's 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 all she's all set baby nothing to worry about here
0: yeah so i'm um, at money on the bank during during the entrances for aj lee michael cole starts talking about tout and yes it is time to talk about tout not that much of a thing for tout but a thing yeah you told me it was
1: vine but shitty
0: <laughs> essentially it was so okay. tout was a social uh, media service that started in uh, 2010 it basically uh, start it basically uh, peaked in 2011 to 2012 if you consider a peaking
1: um, oh man what a shelf life
0: yeah um, it basically WWE is basically when I say vine but shitty as in literally it was just 15 seconds it was composed of 15 second videos only with the idea okay. that you can give your thoughts on things in 15 seconds.
1: I love how, like, we live in a world where Twitter kind of told people, like, hey, sometimes people can get things out of, like, having distinctly short-form content. And, like, everyone has taken that super literally and is like, ah, yes, we will be successful if we have, like, short things only on our platform. There's, there's nothing else to this we felt we've cracked the formula boys
0: i suppose i called it vine but shitty but honestly it kind now that i'm saying it again out loud it almost is more like tiktok but shitty
1: i guess but like tiktok allows you to do videos of like varying lengths and shit. true like but I it's but, like fucking but i was 10 minute 10 minute yeah, videos
0: but i was thinking more of it's like it's more designed for like it's not designed like ta- vine was designed more to do like short clips of stuff whereas tick like tout is more like your twitter but talking i guess and tick tock feel, that feels more akin to what you can do on TikTok. tock
1: okay that's fair that is that is fair vine was a lot more like strictly for like comedy skits yeah
0: like six second comedy videos is everything yeah what people use vine for and
1: uh, i sure but, hope it does
0: yeah but in summer 2012 wwe invested a bunch of money into tout that went well didn't it oh and yeah
1: so a- yet that- another one of vince mcmahon's extremely successful business ventures thank you very much
0: right so mm-hmm. for a few mm-hmm. years there wwe tried to push tout as like to a push thing tout. Like, they encourage their fans to do tout. Sometimes they play videos from fans on tout on Raw and SmackDown.
1: They're like, oh, this is going to get so over.
0: Yeah, and they would have the wrestlers also use tout.
1: Oh, my God.
0: When when Brock Lesnar kayfabe retired in August of 2012 to sell his ongoing angles and to give himself time off to come back later... He hmm. used fucking tout to say he was quitting.
1: <laughs> Are you shitting me? Oh no,
0: it Rock. and oh, uh, and obviously, it was not successful. I'll tell you how successful it was. Um the by early twenty twelve. Tout had received over 12 million visitors and 75 million touts had been shared by
1: users of the service. May I just say, that's such a fucking dorky name for a service. Tout. Yes. Yeah,
0: you gotta tout Touting it out. Yourself.
1: Yeah, that's such, that's so dorky, dude. Oh my god, I want to give a wet willy to whoever the fuck came up with that. Holy shit.
0: All right, I need a comparison point, so I'm going to quickly look up Truth Social and see how many people are on there. Oh that.
1: yes. <laughs> see oh, if I can find a comparison
0: yes. point of how successful this is. All right, you know what? Truth Social is at 1.7 million uh, unique visitors. Uh, I don't know how many. I like. What does that mean? 12 million visits. Like, how many people had count accounts? I don't know. But when I think of how successful Tout was, I think about it in that
1: same realm. It probably didn't do too well numbers wise, you know? No, I, it was. <laughs> why
0: why do you think you've never heard of Tout before until this episode?
1: Uh cuz I I live under a rock and don't know pop culture.
0: Yeah, and then, obviously and I missed out they, on this
1: very important craze just cuz I'm so I'm so out of the know, Austin.
0: No, and it literally was. It did literally come right before Vine became a thing. Looking at this now, is that the com- is that the company Vine was acquired by Twitter in October 2012, and then came it. It was officially started in January
1: 2013. Man,
0: so literally, you could argue that Vine killed any hope tout
1: had of succeeding. I want to believe now that Vine like did to did to tout what the nfl did to the xfl and that like they were like man that shitty company that vince mcmahon is running sure is shitty uh they got some good ideas though
0: i want to i want i want to pop over to the alternate timeline where tout blew up instead of vine i want to know what, what,
1: that looks like. what that looks oh, like oh god Either either way, it's a domino effect that lead that leads to TikTok.
0: Yeah, it. I think it does end up lead TikTok. We still all roads lead to TikTok. All roads here.
1: lead to TikTok. That's my new catchphrase, baby. Well, all roads lead to TikTok. <laughs> TikTok?
0: Yeah, basically. I believe it. All right, so. I then I made a note. Daniel Bryan looks like he's about to lead a Cuban revolution in that jacket.
1: (laughs) I know. uh, I Danny Guevara over here.
0: Yes. So, right during and then uh, Jerry Lawler. Man, he really uh, got in got into his his classic bag of of jokes that he said in the '90s. For this, is while they're talking about like understanding AJ's actions and motivations, uh, Jerry Lawler pipes in with, "Well, you know, I can read women. I mean, I prefer the Braille edition, but what does that even mean, Lawler? Because the Braille because Braille is something you touch with your hands." So he, prefer, so he can read women but he prefers the braille
1: jerry you fucking you had two banger lines at the beginning of this and it's just been especially downhill ever since i hate you
0: yep <clears throat> and so the match uh, starts out and uh booker t decides to i i wrote this is a women be shopping moment as Booker, women T, be shopping. as Booker T talks about how AJ, like any woman, must be loving watching two men fight over her.
1: You know, the, <laughs> he says this as a women be shopping moment, and it's disgusting. However, there's a bit later on that thinks, that may think, you know, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there.
0: I mean, Yes
1: we'll get there uh, he's honestly, not necessarily wrong in this one case. And
0: the match starts with not any bullshit as much as they are you know you know uh you know pearl clutching about the idea of like own oh, and, and hand wringing about how about what aj could do in this match it she stays out of it and they and daniel bryan and punk just have yeah. some really good chain back and forth wrestling. Oh
1: my god. I mean, come on. You stick CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in a ring together. Those two are just going to put on bangers. Like, come on. You can't you can't not get bangers with these guys, even in this stupid fucking storyline. It the work rules because Daniel Bryan and Punk only put on bangers
0: yeah i wrote I, I, at this point i wrote michael Cole's cynicism makes him the least cringe at the table and this to this true. what i refer to is they're talking about like punk and brian's motivation and punk and cole's like come on these men are only in it for the title
1: Oh my and god. I'm like Own I can't believe
0: Cole point. is making the most sense at this table right now.
1: Yeah, seriously. Seri- seriously. Punk punk at the very least only gives a shit. Um but okay, oh 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 fuck. I missed all of the Punk entrance stuff. Okay. So sorry to sorry to wind this back for a second. I missed oh, okay. this fucking um first of all as Punk's entering, there's a goddamn sign in the in the crowd that says CM Punk is better than you and I would love to believe that's a young MJF holding up signs for his wrestling daddy. CM uh, Punk
0: is better than you, and you and know
1: you it. you know it. Um. Also, as he's entering, Cole's like, yeah, let me pull out some uh, statistics for you. Punk uh, has, has had this over, like, fucking 290-day reign as champion. Uh, he has now surpassed Shawn Michaels, what, 1985? What was it?
0: In 95, 95, Yeah, 1996, 1996
1: run with the championship to become the 17th longest running belt holder. How many main events, Cole? How many main event? I, 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 at this point remarked, like, you know, it is fucking wild that Vince let him keep this belt for this long, considering what their relationship most definitely looked like. Man, the things you can do when you're just fucking nuclear over.
0: Yeah, and then, honestly, his reign is going to get inflated because they announced that The Rock is coming back at the Rumble to challenge for the title.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's like, well, guess who's not losing this belt until the Royal Rumble?
1: Until the Royal fucking Rumble. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, my man holds onto it for a hot minute, partially because he's nuclear over, partially because The Rock. Uh, but anyway, all right. So onto the onto the match. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're talking about all this, uh, about, about this whole conflict on commentary and man, not only is Cole right with his cynicism there, he's also like so close to the point of why, cause he, cause, cause like Jerry Lawler's like, oh, AJ's an evil conniving Machiavellian, Machiavellian bitch who knows everything she's doing. And Michael Cole's like, no, she's just confused. And he's like, he gets so close to the point of why she's confused because he's like you know she's gone through all these fucking relationships and all these dudes who kind of like just keep getting involved in her life and it's like you're so close somehow you're yeah, framing this to be her fault
0: oh no it's entirely her fault of course
1: oh yeah bitches be shopping am i right
0: right uh they start, Punk and Brian start fighting on the outside. Uh, Brian, Punk throws Brian back into the ring and as Brian sets up something near the ropes, Brian, uh, excuse me, Punk sets up something near the ropes. Brian jumps up to push Punk back into the ropes and he knocks off AJ who was trying to get back in the ring.
1: Yep, and AJ falls over and goes fucking unconscious and uh, Punk's like, Oh shit! And he like go. He goes out of the ring to check on her, and Daniel Bryan, of course, says "fuck your empathy." He leaps from the ring onto Punk. Punk manages to fall just to the side of AJ instead of toppling right down on top of her. Uh, yeah, he- and then DB picks him up, fucking chucks him into the ring steps, and then goes up to AJ. He's like, "Hey, hey, is she okay?" Oh, yeah, yeah brian
0: sure okay. brian notably does not show any empathy in this situation until the he is safely. Until it's- politically advantageous for for him to do so yes so aj gets taken to the back and so and a regular referee comes in so we have a normal bit of a matchy match now
1: oh my god it's 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 a normal match there's no there's no aj shenanigans we're actually just fighting over a belt this is so nice We've come full circle on this. I know, for the time being. I know, for nature is healing the circle of yeah. life.
0: So this, so this match was announced on the pay per view as being a no DQ match, and mm. they sure do take advantage of that. I mean, they brawl yeah. over in the announce in the timekeepers area.
1: I it was um, funny. What they brawl into the timekeepers area, and I made a crack about how like there is no big ol' unprotected, precarious timekeeper's desk there for them to, like, smash into, because uh on my beloved wrestling show, AEW Dynamite slash Rampage, oh, man, do they love smashing into the timekeeper table every single episode, and they didn't have that here, and I was like, man, that's kind of a letdown, and as soon as I said that, the fucking audience starts chanting for, we want tables. Table. 800 IQ. I see all anyway so brian
0: um, brian scoop punk grabs the table but then but that's just brian brian a chance to um recover and then brian grabs a kendo stick
1: and they actually call the kendo stick and yes i know it was only an ecw thing to call it a cane but like it's been a hot minute since i've seen a kendo stick gotten out and heard it referred to as a kendo stick so it's fucking wild to hear that
0: like I mentioned uh like I said Singapore cane is this a very special philadelphian dialect.
1: It's <laughs> regional dialect anyway. It's
0: a regional dialect. Really I've never heard
1: it. Uh the the Bucks County area? Oh okay I see. Uh, um uh, anyway. <laughs>
0: uh so brian uh they get back in the ring i wrote punk it goes for a flying nothing and P- brian whacks him in the ribs with the
1: fucking stick. punk punk gets dicked on midair air with the kendo stick and then just crumples oh my god that was such a sick yeah. spot dude and Holy this part shit. these motherfuckers are part, crazy
0: and this part i called the passion of the punk with the, the stick. As Brian just starts whipping the shit out of Punk with a with a stick with the kendo stick.
1: Oh my god, dude, they're not faking these shots. This shit is just going hard. They are taking it all the way, and it's awesome.
0: Eventually, Brian goes for the flying headbutt, but punk is able to roll away. And then Punk kind of hits a lot of his comeback sequence here. He, he sets up for the GTS, but Brian with a sick roll up to kind of it's like a head scissors takedown, but into a roll up pin instead. Pretty sick.
1: Oh, my God, dude. His takedowns are so cool. He's like a fucking spider. It's horrifying to watch him mm. work. Such a crazy. Bastard. And
0: then and then Brian goes the surfing. As he sets up for the surfboard,
1: and punk punk is dude punk is selling that fucking surfboard. Which,
0: like, he looks like this is the most agonizing
1: say, shit he's ever endured in his life.
0: It's like oh, how how do you? Des- it's hard to describe the surfboard. pulled to people who don't. It's know not even
1: is. a surfboard, really, if you think about it. But like, like it's it's so weird. Based, it, it feels based? evocative of one, even if it, it very does. much is not.
0: I mean it. I mean it worked in uh, Wrestletopia as a surf as a surfboard. It, it, so,
1: oh my god, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, but basically, a surfboard is basically you got a guy on your you get you get a guy on your on their back, oh, actually on their stomach. Excuse me, and you kind of step onto them and kind of hook your feet into their feet, and then you grab them by the arm by the forearms, and fall back and wrench up backwards. So what ends up happening is you're on your back and they are on their back hanging above you and you're stretching out the limbs.
1: It's like, okay, something I noticed, which like, I know that submission holds like in reality are pretty much bullshit. Um, That being said, I've seen, okay. Okay. I'm gonna try to describe this. I've seen these contraptions randomly pop up on the internet recently that it looks like some impossible gravity thing where like it's two kind of pieces that are connected by chain in such a way that it that like the tension allows like one piece to look like it's floating above the other um, because there's enough like tension and kind of how the chains are holding it that like one piece can float above another connected by chain and like if you put stuff on it it won't fall um it's really sick and like it kind of looks like that because like your your opponent's arms are all the way down and their legs are all the way down and it looks like they could just come down at any moment but they just sit there stiff and i have to imagine that must be like legitimately kind of strenuous or at the very least it gives off the impression that it is legitimately yeah
0: because like because because how you would do that move is you just kind of like have to hold yourself up there with you're getting assistance with your limbs but you still otherwise have to like hold yourself up in the air while that's some
1: that's some like engagement of core strength at the very least
0: Mm mm-hmm uh and and uh i note booker t is the only one who knows where this move actually is because he's like oh punk is out there he's hanging. brian's out there hanging 10 right now dog and i'm like ha ha
1: hey Ha-ha. surfboard hanging 10 look at that yeah
0: punk gets out of it basically rolling himself over and then he grabs the kendo stick And yeah, just i've never seen the surfboard
1: town. i don't think i've ever seen the surfboard escape like that that was really cool
0: yeah and then uh, Punk sets up for an el- for the Macho Man elbow drop. But Brian runs up to him and then hits him for the superplex. And then AJ is back. She She's runs returned. down to the ring. She boots out the regular, the other guy. Fuck that. Yeah, guy. she says,
1: get lost, motherfucker.
0: And then while both men are down in the corner, in the corner, AJ just smiles and starts skipping around the ring before she goes to get a chair yes! and both men look up at her like what are you doing with that
1: i know i thought she was about to attack someone that would have been fucking funny. it
0: seems like she was thinking about it but uh-huh. instead her decision was to drop it in the middle of the ring and watch them fight over it
1: watch them go yeah yeah she drops in the middle of the ring and she says treat this like the beginning of of an xfl game
0: yeah basically
1: <laughs> die uh, for it motherfuckers
0: brian grabs the chair and starts blasting but he only so anyway, gets two- started blasting but he only gets a two count out of it and after and, and i want to be clear age despite the you know the going the going into the match about like age who what will aj do will she favor one or the other she actually doesn't favor anyone and she these completely fair counts the entire time
1: oh my god yeah no she every time it looks like she's doing something to like favor someone she either like does a completely fair count or like does something to then favor the other person like she's just mm-hmm. she's she's done with everyone's bullshit she's so tired of this shit she's just fucking with people at this point she's having a grand old time yeah um of all Which the people what? i've seen joker post on wrestling aj is the one who i like get the most out of actually enjoying the joker posting
0: which which is why i i lead with that because after the two count brian is like daniel brian gets up and starts like begging and pleading with her and is yeah, like, you, like basically fix this match for me <laughs> give me an easy count
1: <laughs> yeah and aj says no no huh,
0: and brian decides to dedicate his yes kicks to aj and aj is mildly disturbed as brian kicks punk into the corner and then just starts kicking him in the corner
1: you know i have to say i wonder if like at this point in his career daniel Bryan ever stopped and thought to himself man how the hell did i get to the point in my career where I just kind of have to yell yes with every single fucking strike I make, cause seriously, every single individual time he whacks someone, it's yes, yes. How how does his voice hold that up, and how did he get to that point?
0: And he's not even a baby face yet.
1: To where, where he, he really like, leads into the yes he... thing. I know what. How did it get worse from here? Because he went from,
0: I'm going to be obnoxious, so I'm going to say yes to everything, to like, the crowd loves me. I'm going to say yes, to, at yes everything. to everything.
1: everything. Uh, Fucking that one Jim Carrey movie, Yes Man, actually starring Daniel Bryan. Of
0: course, he would be fantastic, of
1: course. <laughs> that would be unironically great. Put it no, out by WWE be... Studios. Anyway. Come on, uh... WWE
0: Studios, bring it out. Let's do it
1: yeah uh Uh, but
0: brian tries to set up for one big final kick in the corner and punk flies out of it to get to hit him with a clothesline punk gets the chair he nails brian with that chair
1: oh baby
0: and then punk sets the chair up in the corner you know in between the turnbuckles
1: yeah And and he's about to throw daniel into it but aj's standing there and he's like hey Hey, what are you doing? Hey. And he pushes her out of the corner. Um but and... in doing
0: so, but in doing in, in <laughs> doing... getting in corralling AJ mm. out of the corner, he himself mm. is now in the corner. In the corner.
1: And, and Brian
0: and Daniel Bryan gets up and drop kicks Punk into the chair.
1: Yeah, and Daniel's like, "Aha, I see the tables have turned in my favor." Um Aha. and But so... at
0: this point though, Daniel Bryan goes back to the Kendo stick. And AJ steps Steps on on it and puts and stops him from being able to pick it up
1: yep uh so i I really said i'm about to end both these men's whole careers
0: yeah i read i read this is like she doesn't want them to get too violent because she cares about them both in some way
1: see yeah now that you say that probably i've been wanting to read this as like gaslight gatekeep girl boss aj who's just tired of all this bullshit Oh, like hold on you. we'll
0: get to gaslight gatekeep girl well yeah boss but that's, aj
1: yes yes we will again i have a whole thing about that when we get there um right but
0: brian anyway. brian is like please let me have this and aj just gives him her crazy smile at him. A-
1: aj says no heart emoji
0: no, it really was literally no heart emoji as a facial expression. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And no. then Punk gets up. He slams Brian. He gives a slam to Brian holding the chair. Then he goes for the elbow drop, but Brian rolls out of the way. So El- Punk just elbows the chair.
1: Oh, God.
0: Michael Cole is like, he might have broken his arm. Which, no.
1: no. I will say, fucking ow. <laughs>
0: Definitely a painful thing to happen for sure, but no Cole. He Who? did not no, he it's did not, not break his works. arm.
1: No, uh
0: quite. Brian gets in the yes lock and with
1: he, the fucking kendo yeah, stick. Yeah, he goes
0: over and grabs the kendo stick <laughs> and forces it into Punk's face for extra leverage.
1: Yeah, okay. And here's here's where we get the culmination of Booker's fucking Women be shopping line earlier because AJ is like now down on all fours looking at it as the ref, but she's got this look on her face. She has
0: this weirdly seductive look for the circumstance. Oh,
1: AJ is 100% getting off to this is like live kink porn for her starring her two boyfriends. Little- AJ is oh. 3 billion percent getting off to this, and I hate that that retroactively justifies the dumb sexist bullshit that Booker was saying, right. but AJ is so totally here for it.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but Punk, he bites Brian's fingers to make Brian let go uh gts to brian but punk oh shit he's too hurt he can't make the cover quickly oh no he crawls over but brian is able to kick out and again punk i wrote punk gives a look like she didn't do a totally fair count like he gives her this look as if she had like slow counted him and she counted at the exact same speed she's done the entire match.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Fucking paranoid jackass.
0: Uh, so at this point, though, Punk grows and grabs that table he left over in the outside. Uh, he puts Brian on the table. He goes for the elbow drop, but Brian gets up and fights him on the top turnbuckle. Brian, like, goes to the top turnbuckle and stands over Punk, basically t- and teabagging him, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk... But Punk then gets out from under him and pushes Brian Balls first into the corner post. And then does some absolutely wha to the forearms of the chest. And then he suplexes Brian through the table. Through the table. One, two, three. three. And CM Punk retains the table.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, fucking A. That was a sick match, It was. Holy shit. Like, okay, so of course we had to get the AJ shenanigans in there. But I gotta say, those were actually some pretty great AJ shenanigans. Like, most of the time the AJ shenanigans have been, like... I don't want to say, like, to the detriment of the matches because it was for the story. But, like, it was... They were interruptions to matches that, if played straight, you know, would have been, like, just straight bangers. But, like, here... AJ's interference not only added to the story, but kinda added to the tension of the match, the pace of the match. Um it was it was actually a really welcome addition, I have to Absolutely. say this time around.
0: a hundred percent agree with all that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: AJ uh looks conflicted about everything she's witnessed here and she's like i don't know maybe i she's like i don't know maybe i should have screwed punk for daniel i don't know i'm I'm not more i'm wondering about that oh no no aj you've been gaslit no but she hands punk the belt and i and punk completely ignores her as to celebrate his title
1: win again Punk knows his priorities here and there, not AJ Lee, ironically.
0: Like, she's over here looking on and being like, I don't know, did I make the right call? Did Should I have supported Daniel? And Punk is like, yeah, I won the Tide! I'm the champion, Punk's in his own little world going belt, belt,
1: belt, 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 belt. Yeah. So that, you know, Punk... Punk being and uh, continues to be absolutely oblivious to anyone's like emotions is the best part. Um, and, approach, and then
0: this is where he steps out of the story, the uh, last yeah. Few so, Pain is gone, and now
1: Punk is gone, and it's just we're back where we started with AJ Lee and Daniel Bryan,
0: right? Okay, the next night on Raw, July 16th. uh. Uh, we skip this match because it's not important. Is um, Brian Daniel Bryan and AJ versus the Miz and Eve? And for some the, reason, the match ends where Eve rolls up A- AJ, but while the ref isn't looking, Daniel Bryan runs in, moves them over, <laughs> flips them over, so AJ is pinning Eve, and then Eve wins.
1: Pretty much, yeah. He's just, he's just like whoop, fix whoop! that for you.
0: There you go. Yeah. And then after the match, Brian gets the microphone and he is like, that AJ used to tell him something, and it's something that he himself was too stupid and scared to say back. But he realized his career and his whole life won't be right until he says it himself AJ, I love
1: you. Oh, and then he goes to the edge of the ring and he gets handed a little box he's got a ring
0: ray's got
1: a ring um, now
0: drops to daniel he admits that when he did this last week he was doing it just to get so aj would help him win the match uh-huh. uh but this week he's like i'm not asking i don't want anything but this
1: it's totally for real him. legit this time but
0: to be fair he has no future wwe title match opportunity that aj could help him with so you know He could be legit this time. Uh, But Brian gets down on one knee and pops the question again. I wrote, Brian puts the ring on before she even said yes. That's a little presumptive.
1: A little bit, yeah. He puts the ring on and then holds it up to her mouth. And he's like, eh.
0: But AJ tearfully says yes. And then they start making out. Oh, they start
1: making out. They do, and then uh, also and- also AJ tearfully says yes, and I'm like, uh, just a little yes instead of going yes, yes, yeah. Missed opportunity. Miss Elizabeth would be disappointed. Uh, but then they start doing it together after they're done making out. So fine. Yeah, I know and a lot be, of yet, there's a of big the crowd yes is still chanting no. no.
0: Yeah, uh, we skipped the episode of the next episode of SmackDown, uh, July on July 20th. All that you need to know from that is it was they had a peep show segment where Christian interviewing uh, AJ and Daniel and being like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And they and say they're love. They are. And they announced they're being, they being married on the July 23rd, at 1000th episode of Raw.
1: Yeah, the wedding is on Raw 1000. Fuck off. They
0: threw this whole thing together in a week.
1: <laughs> fuck off. Again, sign of a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Normal relationship, normal relationship.
0: So, we're now on Raw 1000. And AJ Lee is backstage talking to Layla about how special and private their wedding is about to be.
1: And yeah, like, I don't uh, know why. Bop bop
0: bop bop. Do you get it? Because they're about to get married on TV.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they were going for that, but okay.
0: But is like, are, are you sure you want to do this, AJ? And she's like, why does everyone keep asking me that? <laughs> why does everyone keep asking me if I want to marry my abusive ex-boyfriend who I've, who I've been engaged to for a week?
1: Obviously, the answer is yes.
0: But she also is like, I don't know why everyone calls me crazy. I mean, have you seen what's going on outside? And so... Yeah, AJ's like...
1: So, well, specifically, fuck, who's she talking to? Um, Layla, you know? Layla, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. yeah, Layla's like, you're unstable. And she's like, this whole fucking place is unstable. And she opens her door to a bunch which, of cameos.
0: Which, fair.
1: Yeah, but, know, She's not yeah. wrong.
0: It's, 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 uh, it's... <laughs> It's Raw 1000, so they they tried to get as many cameos and fun little bits as they could. So this was where, like, look at all the people we can't have do more than this. But we want to get them on anyway. Because, like, so, first, first the most American boy, Jim, Jim Duggan,
1: Duggan, just and walks then,
0: by and is rambly rambling, I don't know. And then yeah. R-Truth and Roddy, and Roddy Piper, Piper come Piper in or... with a jump rope, and they're like, doing jump rope with little jimmy
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and aj and layla stopped to have a whole ass conversation about their relative beliefs in Little Jimmy, which no, is Layla's Layla, like,
0: "Oh, that's so cute." Layla like, loves this? Little he Jimmy. He is an invisible child,
1: and, and AJ is deeply unamused by this completely invisible imaginary child. And uh, then, and then, and then, then okay. the real winner of this
0: segment. Uh-huh. I, I thought to myself, "Do we have to do this segment on this show episode?" We don't. I don't think we did, but because david has now seen the episode that this is referencing i felt that we needed the 18 the 12 year payoff because because up next they have a guy in a big hand costume and may young is with him and he's like hey I'm Mae Young's son. <laughs>
1: the hand all grown up. Everybody give her a hand. Oh my god. Okay. So I have a question uh-huh. about this. This uh-huh. is twelve years later. Yes. Austin, that that hand man yes. looked like he was maybe in his early twenties. Do hands age particularly faster than humans? They got, like, a fucking Boba Fett thing going on. I mean, I think this is certifiable
0: proof that hands on their own do, in fact, age faster than normal like, humans. I guess not normal humans. Fett,
1: the clones, whatever. Uh, yeah, apparently hands age decently faster than the rest of us. Yeah, maybe he just ages in double time and is 24. Because, like... That did not look like a 12-year-old boy. Uh, and I want to know if that guy's, like, actually related to May Young or if they just snagged a random crew member and shoved I him like in the, a handcuff. I assume
0: they I assume grabbed some random dude and was like, hey, you're going to play the hand.
1: That's so fucking
0: funny. Um, All right. Well, it's time for the wedding, though. Oh, my God. And Jerry Lawler is out here in the ring to introduce the reverend for this ceremony slick
1: reverend fucking slick baby oh my god he's missing his
0: old pimp cake i'll tell you what
1: yeah this motherfucker's back i was like oh hey this this guy um who totally has not had any problematic spots in the past um so uh I thought for sure Jerry Lawler was gonna be the minister, and I was real worried. Nostin says, "Oh no, it's even better." And then fucking Slick comes out. Uh, I so then that,
0: and I Jerry agreed.
1: hops back on commentary and, and starts lampshading his many divorces. And oh oh Lord. man! Uh, oh, I didn't
0: catch all of these. David caught. Me I caught.
1: Time, I for once I caught all of these. So uh, proceed. Jerry's like. Uh, yeah, I've been married so many times. I got rice marks on my face. Um, and I was like, that's a way to put it. Uh, and then he says, marriage is grand, but divorce is a hundred grand. God damn it. That was actually funny. Fuck you. Um, and then DB's music hits and he comes out and he's in an all fucking white tux, boutonniere, all that good shit. And as he's coming out, Jerry's like, first the engagement ring, then the wedding ring, and then the suffering.
0: Yeah, um, that, I got
1: that one. I'm like, ah Alright, we're starting to go a little bit downhill. Boom,
0: the boomer marriage jokes are a coming.
1: <laughs> Jerry Jerry Lawler hates his wives that he all is divorced from. Um uh, and then and then one more for good measure. They say a man never knows true happiness till he gets married. Then it's too late. Shut up, Lawler! Shut up, Lawler! Shut up, Lawler! Shut up, Lawler. It's too, it's been too long since I've been able to say that.
0: Yeah. Shut up, Lawler. Now this, Jerry Lawler getting a chance to make jokes about his divorce put him in rare form tonight.
1: He's been, he's been waiting for this moment. He's been waiting for his chance. He's been stockpiling all of these jokes. He like has a little notebook next to his nightstand and he'll jolt awake in a cold sweat and just start writing them down he's like one day one day i'll be able to use this top tier material about how much i fucking hate all my bitch wives uh <laughs> uh
0: i made a note that daniel bryant comes out to his normal music and aj comes out to the wedding
1: procession <laughs> of course because you know women am i right All Right, uh, and then
0: cole decides to mention other weddings reminisce. that happened on raw little little uh,
1: little trip down memory lane here
0: including the triple h and stephanie wedding mcmahon wedding which i will remind you was as far as we understood it at the time when they had aired this segment was triple h slipped stephanie a roofie put her in a car and faked his way into getting married to her in a Vegas drive-thru wedding and then consummated the marriage as Triple yep. H was quick to ensure that everybody knew it happened. So great. All right. Good start. H, and then Michael Cole decides. And then Michael Cole also brings up, I believe insomnophiliac would be the correct terminology for this. Yes, Stephanie but would be like sleep, not dead.
1: Well, okay, yes, but for him, it's the aesthetic. Look, Katie Vick. All right, don't. Anyway, yes. um, and he I do appreciate up Kane, that I'm about that too. Kane,
0: Kane and, Lita. and Lita, which Fucking I will again, I, we've talked about this storyline so many times in passing on this sto- on this uh, podcast, if only to be like this storyline was stupid. Was Kane was for forced Lita to marry him, and then he put a baby in her in a marriage she didn't want and then the baby was forced had then she had a miscarriage because of course she did
1: of course and she did because wrestling then, marriage ang- wrestling what wrestling, wrestling pregnancy angles can end only one of two ways unless you're may young
0: and then she learned to start loving kane through the grief and then that bitch slut Lita. Che- cheated on Kane with Edge because, Ed- because they turned Kane into, for a little bit of time, a Matt Hardy stand
1: in. You are tearing me apart, Lita! Ha! Ah! God damn! In
0: short, Cole, why would you bring up these weddings? Cole? At this, ra-
1: I know it didn't happen on Raw, but at this rate, if he's reminiscing about all these deeply toxic marriages on on wrestling TV, I'm surprised you didn't also bring up Randy and Miss Elizabeth. Oh, is that? I know again, I know it didn't happen on Raw, but is is that one a little too touchy to bring up, Cole? Is that is that one a little a little too yikes for you, Cole? Because the other one seemed pretty yikes to me, Cole.
0: I don't know. Why don't you bring up I know what happened on SmackDown but bring up Billy and Chuck why why where was all where it was all, the, where it was the, all the
1: publicity stunt to to work to work glad least problematic wrestler, WWE wedding.
0: Right. So uh Slick was having way too much fun. Oh yeah. Okay. So Slick
1: starts the ceremony and for some fucking reason the crowd starts what chanting at him. And Slick, who I assume isn't terribly familiar with, like, how fucking flippant the what chant is, leans all the fuck the way in and starts, like, starts riffing with the crowd. Like, he says a line, and the crowd says what, and he repeats the line, and the crowd says what, and he repeats the line Marriage!
0: What? Marriage! What? What? Marriage! I said
1: Marriage! it's a sacred institution <laughs> Edge.
0: so slick has his fun and he gets to the speak now or forever hold your peace and the crowd is like no
1: <laughs> and slick's like slick's like i don't know what that was slick is clearly unfamiliar with modern fan chants um
0: So but no one else speak no one speaks up or anything yeah. Uh, so Brian gets the ring and he's like, "The no, I know they've had we've had our ups and downs, but I love you and I will always love you." Yeah. And I and he assures AJ that a new chapter will begin from them both begin and he will have everything he's ever wanted.
1: And okay, uh, CM so Punk is backstage Rick- watching this and going, "Hmm,
0: everything." Is that right? Well, Everything yeah. ever well I, I
1: wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking more like he's getting some ideas for like two years down the line. But yes, also that.
0: Right. So then Brian, then they then you know, you know, Slick is like, Brian, Daniel, Brian, do you take your blah blah blah? And he goes, Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And then yes. he goes, AJ, do you blah 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 blah? And she's like, Yeah, and she yes. starts saying yes. yes. And yes. I know and I know that the crowd is also is saying no right
1: now. Oh, the crowd is so not here for it.
0: Feels feels very like that meme of like, isn't there someone you forgot to ask?
1: <laughs> I consent. I consent. The entire the crowd, w- I crowd. I don't. <laughs> we don't.
0: All right. But before Slit can pronounce them man and wife, AJ decides to pause for a second here. Because she says that she wasn't saying yes. To Daniel. No, no, no. She was saying yes to someone else, another man who made a proposal to her earlier that night. Yep. And then, no chance, no chance in hell. You got Vince McMahon
1: is here. Vince <laughs> and- shows up, and I'm about ready to riot.
0: For the, for the briefest of moments, it appears that AJ Lee has accepted Vince's marriage proposal.
1: <laughs> nah, wouldn't he, He's still technically married to, to Linda at this point, but not remotely surprised that he still would have popped the question to someone else.
0: But Vince is like, no, 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 Daniel, no, no, no. You don't understand. It's not that kind of proposal. It's a business <laughs> proposal. And to make sure that Raw 1001 is as Good a show as possible. I want to introduce to you the newest general manager of Raw. He points to the he points to the back. He points towards the back and then he points to the ring. AJ
1: and AJ's like, yeah, woo! I'm the new GM. Fuck you, Daniel. Yes, yes, yes. And runs like skips around him, runs out of the ring, and Daniel's left there in the ring, and starts freaking out. He takes it about as well as you'd expect. and just has a complete meltdown terrors of the bouquet destroys the set starts destroying the set and all the while aj's just happily skipping down the the uh, the aisle i suppose um and that is how the
0: set and that is the how the storyline of this love square ends
1: yeah
0: aj becoming raw general manager and not being in a relationship with any of them
1: Okay, yeah, so here's the thing. This story is yes, a mic disjointed. The it, it does not uh, David, feel you're as... cutting out right now. Oh come on. <clears throat> okay. Here's the thing. This story okay, is a- Okay, you're mic... back,
0: please continue.
1: There we are. Okay. Here's the thing. This story is a mite disjointed. Uh, Namely in that none of the conclusions really feel like they match up with what was being set up. Yeah, up... It does not feel like a logical follow-through. Because we start off, right with this CM Punk-Daniel Bryan feud, slash Daniel Bryan is an abusive ex-boyfriend, and those are two different stories. And then Kane gets involved in the feud, and then AJ shows up in the three-way feud and starts macking on everybody. Okay, this this checks out so far. We have two disparate storylines, both involving Daniel Bryan and the and aj lee comes in to be the connective tissue between the to kind of like bridge over Mm -hmm. those two things okay Mm -hmm. so far so good and then aj starts starts setting the fucking setting to work wooing all the men confusing all the men and like this is slowly becoming her world and we're all just living in it The men are fighting for the belt. Punk wins it. The men then fight a second time for no belt, and Daniel Bryan wins to become contender, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Um, But then all of a sudden, AJ's practicing breakup speeches, and then Kane shows up, breaks up with AJ, and then disappears from the storyline completely. Okay, then what was the point of getting Kane involved here if he's just going to dip out having gained nothing from the experience um like literally he's just there to have a punchline about how he's this giant monster and yet he finds aj unstable like that seems to be the point of his involvement just so you can have that fucking punchline and then we do um we do title feud part two it's just daniel bryan and punk this time again and aj's still here and there's a lot of shit going down between them there's a whole marriage proposal thing um and AJ's the guest ref, and she's manipulating all of them. And she, she fucks with both of them during the match. And Punk gets the dub, and she looks all conflicted um, about p- 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 allowing Punk to win. And it's like, okay, so Kane dipped out for no reason. That's annoying. But okay, so we clearly have something going here. AJ's got feelings about how she, how this went down between Punk and Daniel, which means there's going to be a conclusion that necessarily involves both Punk and Daniel. No. The conclusion is just AJ marries Daniel because Daniel's reformed, I guess, press X to doubt bigly. And then they get married. Okay. I mean, now Punk's gone from the story, but interesting i guess we'll see like part two of this relationship and if it becomes a happy supportive one if this leads to like turns for either of them like what's going on and then mr mcmahon shows up and is like actually aj's jilting you to become the gm of raw and i need to ask a question here austin because you know story past this after this Uh do they ever give a reason do they ever give a peek behind the curtain as to how aj set up this deal with mr mcmahon why aj set up this deal with mr mcmahon and how the hell it relates to all the bullshit we just went through for the past month and a half all
0: right i mean they they mentioned that um vince talked to her before earlier in the show i don't No, i don't know why he did that
1: they never explained what made him approach aj i
0: if i don't remember i don't remember her i feel like the obvious motivation for aj is she's trying to get back at daniel and that is made clear going forward she basically like fucks with him over, but, out, out, over all of this, that and that all culminates in her forcing Kane and Daniel to go to anger management class?
1: But... What? That's the punchline? But that was born of... Wh- what? Okay. D- and Punk's nowhere to be involved in that now anymore. He
0: is, now, Punk is... On the on this same episode of Raw 1000, uh, in the main event, C- John Cena cashes in his Money in the Bank contract to become to uh, fight C- CM Punk for the title. Uh, there are some bullshit shenanigans with The Rock and the Big Show, but essentially it ends with CM Punk turning heel, so he is completely removed from any from any of this AJ shit.
1: Okay. Okay. So what was the point of all of this? <laughs> because it just no- nothing leads thematically from one thing to another. There is no satisfying conclusion involving all of the players involved here. Like no, the most no, it is AJ isn't. AJ sending Daniel and and Kane to to heal anger management, but that's not a culmination of like like the, the That's just a punchline. That doesn't feel like a proper like commentary on any of their characters. Like it kinda of feels like that for DB. And like sending Dan- all, all this to send Daniel Bryan to anger management is something. But then sending Kane there to Like, it just feels like a weird long-form excuse to get Kane and Daniel Bryan into a weird, odd-couple tag team. It just feels like a punchline rather than, like, a fulfilling conclusion (laughs) of what came before.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, there could be a version of this where they play up, like aj fucked with all three of these men to like prove something and it's a whole gaslight gatekeep girl boss thing and that's what gave her the credentials to go up to vince and be like hey bitch make me the gm of raw and vince Mm -hmm. for some reason to actually bite on that proposition but no like
0: that like they're at best you can say the last two weeks were that and even that kind of requires you to just assume she was always going to leave Daniel at the altar, which yeah, is not necessarily what not, the story says that. what happened. What they said happened was she got a new offer that night to do something to not yeah. to jilt Daniel. And so, again, like you could
1: say she was trying to get that offer from Vince, but we, we see we nothing see before it. or after to indicate that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what was the point? Yeah, story's a mess, and... AJ's actions are the hardest to actually kind of follow. Like,
1: again, you could just tell a story about a woman who was in an abusive relationship and, like, was struggling with the fallout from that, but then they kind of actually turn her into AJ Lee diving Machiavel so what yeah I this this
0: third segment of this story wh- when I was putting it together and planning that specifically got on my that specifically I knew was gonna annoy me annoying me was AJ's actions even in the in the even even though her actions were very like erratic. You could still follow her general logic the time she was doing a th- any particular thing it is hard to follow her under it's hard to understand what aj is doing in this entire third part because she opens yeah. we start with her trying working out breakup speeches as if she mm-hmm. is understanding that maybe it's better if she gets away from all of them yeah. however Kane beats her to it and then she decides to get back to actually try to get back with punk and she gets uh, aggressively needy uh, about punk with punk about it. And then,
1: and and here's the thing that I want to, I want to include into the description of this is that Mm -hmm. like every time they do a segment like that, or a lot of times when they do a segment like that, they like will linger on AJ after like the talking portion of any kind of segment like that is done. And sometimes she'll just be their blank face, or sometimes she'll give like this cheeky little devilish smile. And it's feels and like sometimes it's she to starts read- crying. Yeah, and it feels like it's supposed to read like this cold calculated ha ha, I played you, I played everybody, sort of thing. But to what end? Again, in theory the end of becoming GM of Raw, but what for? And then, like,
0: yeah. And then we get to the special ref stuff and it's, mm-hmm. and she seems to initially see through Daniel Bryan's uh, obvious horse shit. Yeah. But then by the end, she seems to be sincere. Like when we get to the wedding, to the mar- to the original marriage proposal, she does seem to treat that as like sincere. She doesn't, she doesn't dismiss out of hand that Brian is tr- being man- is being manipulative one more time. Yeah. And then so like, we get and then we get to the match and it's all this set up to like her picking a side and and the answer is she doesn't. And and like it that feels weird because this whole arc she's never been indecisive in the moment. Mm -hmm. she jumps back and she jumps around between who she decides to have affections for Mm -hmm. but in the moment she's never like god i don't know who i'm attracted to here Mm -hmm. i don't know who to support and yet in money in the bank that's the entire impetus of what happens is she she is conflicted about whether she to support daniel or punk and she chooses nothing And that feels weird. That feels like a bad resolution to this entire arc, which is entirely devoted to who will AJ support?
1: Yeah. And again, you could go like she's detached and she doesn't actually give a shit about anyone, but you have to give purpose behind that and have it be like, ah, I played all of you bitches, but they never fully commit to that.
0: Right. And then, We get to the wedding, we get to the marriage proposal 2.0 that she accepts. And like I said, you could try to read that as uh, considering what happens at the actual wedding as like, Oh, this was all part of the plan, except the story doesn't frame it as if that's part of the plan because of the timing of events. If they had, if they had instead said, I already accept last week, I accepted a different proposal from another man. Then you could play that off as AJ always knew she was going to do the thing she did that she was going, she's planning
1: this of course.
0: Right. But because they're like, because they have to make it an extra twisty twist and make it that Vince came to her at raw 1000. We can't, we have to kind of assume that she was being sincere in accepting the wedding the marriage uh, the uh the the wedding the marriage proposal
1: so what the fuck
0: yeah like for the first time this arc i can't tell you what aj's motivations seem to be like the front part one was all about her still kind of like Grieving her relationship with Daniel and kind of struggling to come to terms with the idea that Daniel was, in fact, a bad person.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, the second part was about her clearly feeling some kind of attraction to three different men and just jumping between them. And because she sees different value in each relationship as well, she, you and know, she calls, she, open- like- she openly calls Punk her soulmate. She everything she has about Kane is very much related to this idea of like feeling some kind of sex raw passionate attraction to him yeah. and she's still but she's still also hung up on Daniel so she is conflicted and jumping around almost as if to kind of figure out which choice she should work
1: with here and again this all checks out so far because um, yeah A- AJ's like still dealing with the fallout of daniel bryan being a giant piece of shit and breaking up with her for after after abusing her like yeah okay now make a conclusion that makes sense to this please
0: and we hit the conclusion and i there it doesn't really make sense at all like nope there is a way to tell this story where the where you look at you begin where you began and where you ended makes sense the way yes. they told it does not make, in fact, you could argue that might even be the best way to end this story. This story, like you could, you could you could ease, like it, it begins with her getting out of a relationship with her abusive ex and it ends with her jilting her formerly abusive ex for her own empowerment. That's literally the plot to Legally Blonde. Uh- so <laughs> you can tell that well, but but WWE didn't. And I had fun with the shippy aspects of this story. I make no bones. I make no. Uh, oh, I yeah, don't. no. I, and I you know what? Godspeed.
1: So. You earned it.
0: And AJ's one of my all time favorite uh, female wrestlers. She was my first favorite female wrestler. And she does great work in this angle. But I am forced to confront the fact that this story's really stupid.
1: It's <laughs> 10 years on. extremely stupid it's so extremely stupid. And you know, at this point, you you've swallowed your bit of humble pie. I almost feel bad for like just unabashedly pointing this out. It was fun. It had its moments and the work was really fucking top-notch for a whole lot of it. But oh my god, this storytelling is so fucking lackluster, dude. It it's is impar- and
0: to touch on some other stuff aspects of this story that kind of suck kane is here for no reason at all uh he yeah is, he is painful he is, his his involvement in the story is painfully short
1: and, and and it feels like nothing but again just to get a fucking
0: just to have a third person for aj to bounce around with
1: yeah just to and just to get the punchline of Oh, I'm a crazy murder monster, but even I think you're fucking mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude.
0: Punk is Punk and Brian are probably the best written characters here because they are consistent. There's yes. a consistency to their actions. Punk clearly sees this as a flirtation that oh that has gone far too far.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And, oh it's he again, and, his his performance is the most like funny in terms of like uh yeah how do you feelings
0: and brian is you could you could argue you could you could argue the way he acts at the end of the story doesn't make sense but i would argue that the the story consistently showed that he had still had some kind of feelings for aj he He just refused to acknowledge that and just decided to project on everyone else
1: he is a healthy he's a very healthy human being
0: so like he he's repressing feelings for aj and then he tries to fake fake feelings to manipulate her and then he comes to the conclusion of oh maybe i do actually care for aj Mm -hmm. still huh maybe maybe i always did you know it it's not i don't know it's hard it's in the full context of daniel's story it's fine it definitely feels weird to have this kind of redemption arc for him specifically in this particular moment yeah because he's week. a like
1: it because part that's the thing i'm wondering about like is this just another abuse tactic from him because i wouldn't be surprised or if he's just like it, has no fucking like self-awareness and doesn't realize he would continue to just be a shitty partner to to aj
0: like like i think we're supposed like this is again this is all part of the turn face turn for daniel in the longer sense
1: of the story arc yeah but again that's more because of healing your management than anything
0: right I so i feel like we're supposed to i feel like we're supposed to see this as genuine His the last two weeks we're supposed to see as genuine on his part that this, sure. which eh, but you know so this story i mean again a lot of fun there it was nice to revisit 2012 some more even if i have to be here and be like man 2012 was a lot better when I didn't know anything. Um,
1: when I was when I was clueless about about like feminism
0: right pretty much. It it is it was fun watching the pay-per-view matches because this was before I started uh, pirating those, so I've never seen those matches before.
1: Oh, well and again, damn Fantastic good matches. matches
0: as well, yes. And I this was this was AJ's AJ's big get over with everybody story so
1: and again it it was messy
0: it was messy but it did do what it was trying to do now didn't it?
1: it it was well earned it really was like she proved to be an excellent performer in this in this whole angle like aj was given some goofy over the top really like you know kind of insulting material and goddamn, she made it work. And even I, the whole time, going like, "Man, this is really insulting to like people with mental illness." And like, by extension, fucking AJ herself was bipolar or, or bipolar disorder, and nobody knew about it. And she's having to play this character that was like basically Vince McMahon's fucking dumb it basically, fuck character.
0: It basically reads like a person who doesn't know how bipolar disorder works, how they Writing think bipolar
1: disorder yes. works yes right. it's Um, basically
0: how her character reads
1: yeah and she still plays that shit incredibly well maybe because she fucking understands it but like Mm -hmm. an an earned breakout performance from her because she took this dumb shitty material this dumb shitty offensive material and gave it her goddamn all and it's obvious why everyone was talking about her and why this like catapulted her to becoming a Hardcore fan favorite, correct.
0: So, but that—that's the end of this arc. So obviously, that means we got to replace it with something in this part of our calendar.
1: Oh yeah, I'm—I'm I'm excited. I am no. excited.
0: I have been so excited to talk about to do this one. I—I'm kind of—I like to keep our arcs generally into five episodes, but when we have shorter arcs, I do like to take advantage and have a little. We put a stick in a little longer one. I did it with uh, Eddie Guerrero the Eddie Guerrero Mm -hmm. Dominic thing to make that six episodes. So this upcoming will be a very special seven Seven. episodes and you'll understand why we had to do it this long when we do it. But we have talked around the career. We've touched a lot on the career of Daniel Bryan. We have done, we have done his, we're, we've done his abusive boyfriend phase. (laughs) We've done his anger management odd couple (laughs) team. Uh, Hell no. You are familiar with Daniel and now like he's in his AEW run now.
1: Oh yeah. Like, like a uh, veteran grizzled veteran of the industry, Brian Danielson, who has no fucks left to give and just wants to hurt people. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I think it's time to do the arc, the story arc that basically catapulted him to the top of WWE at SummerSlam 2013. Daniel Bryan faced John Cena in a one-on-one match with Triple H as the special referee for the WWE title. Daniel Bryan shockingly won the title that night, and immediately Triple H turned on him and had Randy Orton cash in his Money in the Bank contract to win the title off of him. This will begin a... Well, WWE would tell you it was a seven month journey. It's a little bit more complicated than that. But it's time. We will, for the next seven episodes in our modern art segment of the show, we will be talking about the road to WrestleMania 30, where Daniel Bryan will main event and finally become the world champion we all
1: dreamed of. no fucking way. This is legitimately something we've talked about since early on in the show. I remember this shit. I remember us talking about like Daniel Bryan's like hard fought climb to the top, both in and out of kayfabe where like everyone's like, ha, you're short. You're not like supermodel attractive. So fuck you um wow this is gonna be super cool yep god damn okay
0: but that's a few that's a few weeks from now what are we doing next week well yes let me tell you something brother brother we are we are coming back to uh the coliseum home videos and the Col- one of the most famous parts of the coliseum home videos was they would have many documentaries or at least like compilations focused on one particular wrestler And nobody got more of these fucking tapes devoted to them than Hulk fucking Hogan. So next time we will be watching one of those Coliseum home videos dedicated to the red and yellow spandex man himself, Hulk Hogan
1: hell yeah brother i'm gonna i'm gonna pre-game with my finest cup of hulk's protein sludge oh yeah
0: just start um, dumping pills in there that's how you do it i'm gonna eat
1: like a hundred vitamins and say all my prayers brother because it is time to truly take a deep dive into the man the myth the legend himself uh, the hulkster how my fucking voice
0: it's it's a tough voice to do dude you got it's hard to keep it's hard to keep up the voice brother brother but until
1: but until then David hit our plugs dude oh yes sir dude all right I'm not doing up. it for the whole thing I will die um friends hi thank you so much for once again joining us on yet another episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast we are so delighted to have you here it has been an utter blast and hey returning listeners returning viewers hey how you doing you know the drill thank you so much for being here we're so happy to have you continue to welcome us back into your eardrums your eyeballs Whatever it is you you use to consume our content, we love you guys. Thanks for being here. But hey, we got some newbies too. New people. Hey, how you doing? Great to meet you. We here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. So whether you're brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of the weird bullshit, uh, either way, we hope you feel welcome here. We hope you had a great time here. If you would like to keep having a great time with us and you're not entirely sure how to do so, well, not to worry, my friends, I have you covered. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Ring that bell. Make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Give us that mm, sweet, sweet engagement. Check out all of our playlists. Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the arcs that we follow all the way down into their own little separate playlist uh, so you can follow something all the way down without having, without having to skip around a whole lot. It's great. And hey, on the YouTubes, you get to see all the cool visuals we got going on too. We'll see our, our beautiful, wonderful faces. Um, but of course, if you are a fan of the audio-only experience. Uh, We, of course, uh, have options for you there, too. You can find us on three of the best places to find your podcast, which would be Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Come check us out there. Uh, Listen to the show. Download the show. If you're so inclined, give us some nice little, like, five-star ratings, some nice little reviews, telling people, hey, these guys are pretty cool. Maybe more people should be checking them out. I don't know. I'm just saying. Either way, great time. Uh, Listen to us, and if you'd be so kind, give us a little bit of that feedback. Helps out the show a lot. But, hey, you can also get in contact with us. We got some social medias going on around here. First and foremost, of course, is our Twitter. You can find us on Twitter, at Noobs and NoxPod on Twitter. That's at Noobs, the letter N, NoxPod on Twitter. Come check us out there. We post memes. We engage in discourse. We drop ep- we 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 drop notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode, so you guys always know what the hell's going on. And of course, the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting. Um, Austin's been on a bit of a break from from weekly live wrestling, so I uh, I've been starting to take up that mantle a little bit myself, trying to cover either AEW Dynamite every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on TBS. Uh. And or uh, AEW, this is Rampage, baby—the show you all been waiting on. It is the uh, show
0: that I have been waiting on. It's
1: the show that I've been waiting on for sure. Uh, uh, every Friday night at 10 p.m. on TNT. Uh, you know, we're we're just we're just having a good time riffing over there. But of course, on top of that, uh, Austin, of course, he he's never one to to neglect his duties. Truly, and he likes to cover all of the major. Wrestling pay-per-view events, my friend. What is on the docket coming up?
0: Righto. So, upcoming on November nineteenth is AEW Full Gear. Uh, it is. Uh, David, how are you caught up on on everything? I am. I'm can caught I up. And I can I start for Full Gear? Can, can I start, can I give net game, matches then? Okay. Yes! Yes, you can! All right. On the show, we currently have upcoming John Moxley versus MJF for the oh, World Championship. yes! The Acclaimed w- versus Swerve in Our Glory for the World Tag Team title. For a
1: third time. Oh, I'll this forever time it's
0: personal. This time uh, it's personal. For the the world, ta- the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament final, a turn the winner of that tournament will receive an AEW World Title match at Winter Is Coming. Run. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hater for the interim women's title. Yes, push Hater. has got her push. Yeah, the man. absolutely wildest ring of honor world title match I think I've ever seen (laughs) a a four-way match between Chris Jericho Brian Danielson Claudio Castagnoli and Sammy Guevara
1: Where, where? Sidebar. Chris Jericho expects it to go like this, and he said as much. He and Sammy eliminate DB or eliminate Brian Danielson and Claudio, and then Chris told Sammy to his face he expects Sammy to just fucking lay down for him, and Sammy just fact, goes, hmm.
0: "I've seen this before. I'll get him. Tell you. <laughs> he's not laying down. I don't think he's laying down." Uh, Jay Cargill versus Nyla Rose for the TBS title. Mommy, yes. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Soraya. Paige here, she is back oh, as I wrestling.
1: Know. And she's clear, and it's a whole thing.
0: And then Jeff Jarrett, ain't he great? He's and back. Jay, Le- and He's Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. That's gonna be so sick. And then Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in a steel cage steel
1: match. Oh my God! Nothing but bangers, nothing but bangers in full gear. And it's on a Saturday. I can get sh- wasted without it being a problem. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna
0: have to turn this on in between football games, but I will persevere.
2: <laughs> now, yeah,
0: baby. Next week, then the weekend after that, November twenty-six is survive WWE Survivor Series War Games. War Games. Uh, so far, five people enter, and uh, from each team, and then they fight it out in the in two cages, ten people. Let's go. So far. We have two match, only two matches set. The women's war game match, which currently is set for Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka, and two people yet to be determined, versus Damage Control and Nikki Cross and one other person to be determined.
2: Absolutely.
0: And and then the men's war game match, which we don't know yet, but I mean, surely it's the bloodline is
1: going to be in the match, right? What There's even out?
0: five of them.
1: It's tough. Plus, plus, fucking, uh, uh, plus, fucking, Sami Zayn is there too.
0: Yeah, it's the Usos, Roman, Solo, Sokoa, and Sami Zayn. So, Absolutely. like, surely the, surely the bloodline is gonna be in, when the men's get match. And bit. then, and then for Impact Wrestling, their next pay per view is all the way in January at Hard to Kill.
1: Hard to Kill.
0: And that is what is coming up. Uh, on the wrestling pay-per-view verse
1: hell yeah it's a great time over on the twitter you guys we love doing our little live tweety spots if you for some reason love sitting here listening to us ramble about wrestling shit you'll like it on the twitter our voices carry over austin's all smart i'm all meme it's a great time uh so yeah check us out on the Twitter at noobs and nox pod Uh, But, of course, if you want to get in super direct contact with us, we also have an email address. You can email us at noobsandknockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs and the word. Knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us there. Tell us what you think about the show. Give us suggestions, requests for for any kind of wrestling media you want to see us cover. Um, Tell us how based and red pill you think our hot takes are how fucking stupid you think they are. Start this course Come say hi. We love people saying hi. We would love to say hi back. Noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. And of course, finally, hey, hey, we're we're just a couple of dudes. We're some broke 20 somethings. We we put our blood sweat. We're and a cu- we're a real- couple of guys being dudes. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. We put our blood blood, sweat, and tears into this show. Uh, And, hey, we would greatly appreciate it if you guys could support us. Helps us out. Helps us the show. Helps the show out a little bit. Maybe, you know, we can afford some even better, like, tech to just keep making the show one and work better and better and better. I don't know I'm just saying. Um, Either way, come support us. We have a Patreon. Please come support Noobs and Knockouts podcast on patreon you can find the link for it in our twitter one dollar a month gives you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode shout out to one dollar a month friend of the show the sugar daddy kyle smith for his uh support of our show we love you buddy enjoy your perks if you want to enjoy your perks along with kyle come check us out noobs and knockouts podcast on patreon we got the link in the twitter
0: See you all next time.
1: Hasta luego.